Everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode 687. 687. No, that's not 678. Darn it. I screwed it up. 687. I have to go back in time and do 678. And so you missed that opportunity a few I episodes ago. I, I was going to say, call me when we're 8008, so we're boob. <laughs> port 8080 is a common development <laughs> port. I'll, I'll look forward to that one. Um. Yeah. All right. Cool. Hi. It's RPG Cast. Uh, joining me, Jason Ariola. Hey, I'm back from a boat that didn't sink. Thank God. Hey, congrats, Josh Carpenter. Uh, m- my city is now goat free. Yay. Or boo. <laughs> and Kelly Ryan. Well, I'm sure your boat was built by competent people that actually followed regulations, Jason. I, 20 years ago, I hope so. Apparently, we were on the like <laughs> oldest boat that Royal Caribbean had, and it really terrified me as it kind of rocked back and forth. Yeah, like, it could be worse. She could have been on Carnival. Yeah, true. It's like I know the Ocean Gate stuff is old news, but when I was reading about that guy being like, I'm an innovator, and all, all regulations to do is just uh, stifle people. Get in the way. <laughs> like, uh. And then squish. <laughs> and, and, yeah. then boat, and then your thing implodes. Mm-hmm. That's a very leopards ate my face moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How dare those leopards? <laughs> anyway. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Ooh, cool. I just noticed something. <clears throat> I'm in HDR mode on my computer and the colors aren't messed up and XSplit like normal. Something has improved. Ooh. Oh, and someone called me out for not updating the episode counter on the screen. 687. There you go. Thank you, Hendeckable. That's all. I, I have no energy, folks. I, hi. All right. <laughs> it's going to be a low energy. Show, I, I have two. Yeah. I, well, no, you already answered the question of what cruise ship you were on, so that's cool. Oh, okay. Did you go to the Caribbean? Um, well, Did you go actually, to Alaska? No, I didn't go to Alaska. We went to um, Bermuda. And then Bahama. two places in the Bahamas. Come on, pretty oh, mom. God, if you don't think my wife didn't do that every five seconds yes! the whole time, I was going <laughs> to. I was like, well, you know, if I jump off the front, odds are I'll get killed before I get to the back. So that'll be a quick death at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like my husband when we was in San Francisco and he wouldn't stop singing the full house theme. No, this wasn't like the. the- I, I like to. Uh, when San Francisco's involved, Kelly and I come back, I be I always stop people like, oh, no. What? I left what? I left my heart in San Francisco. <laughs> and I just don't stop. I do it all the time. I would be walking around there like, you know what? I need a treat. <laughs> Rice, the mm, San Francisco treat. We need a San Francisco treat. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, have we, uh, have we, yeah, bad pun thing we for lost the day all the, all the listeners are gone. It's just Sorry, us guys. now. <laughs> Probably except for Vaughn, because he loves puns. Mm. Puns and dad jokes, much to my annoyance. (laughs) Uh, So so video games. Are you tired because you Diabloed your head off, Chris? I did Diablo quite a bit. Um, And then, uh, guess what? Baldur's Gate came out, and apparently it's really good, so I bought it. So how is it? (laughs) The internet says it's good. Is it good? It's really good. <laughs> I spent two hours in the character creator. 
Oh, good lord! <laughs> I couldn't decide. Of course not. So I made a, I so, made a bear man. I was about to say, what did you end up rolling? <laughs> I made a bear man, so I can. I meant to make a bear lady, and I forgot. So now I have a bear man to go, you know, with the other bear man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally forgot I was going to make a bear girl to have like you know cubs, but um, that didn't work out. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. So what I made is they have this interesting character background. So they have um, a bunch of, just like Divinity Original Sin 2, they they have a bunch of pre-made characters with stories and backgrounds, right? So you could play as one of them, right? And then, you know, you get to interact and play out their story um, as your own. But, you know, what's the fun in that? You want to make your own story. So what they have is one background that lets you make... So they all come with a predefined character. So, like, they are this class or this class or this class. Then there's one background that you get to make the class whatever you want. And the character, race, gender, whatever. Um, by the way, they have sexual orientation in this game. It's the first game I've seen where you can just choose it on a menu. And you get to choose, despite your character body type and sexual orientation, your genital presentation is yet another option. So, like, they have full sexual representation in this game, which is really interesting. And, of course, you can make your character with the clothes off so you can watch it the whole time. Let me tell you, dragonborn genitals look strange. Um... Anyway, Great, so thanks. Now I got to buy this game just to see it. Appreciate yeah, they they don't go with the cloaca like they probably should. But uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> not showing any of that on stream, by the way. So you know, Kel, please don't let me buy this game. Says. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's the dragonborn genitals that get you, huh? All right. So anyway, so this one background that's different than the other background, since you know it's it's you get to create the character for it. It's called the Dark Urge. And it's basically you have intrusive, murderous thoughts and you don't know why and you don't remember your background. But it it seems like you were this really bad person who's lost their memory and you get to play through and uh, decide to go along with those urges, um, including, I believe you could just accidentally make a choice that really easily murders one of your possible companions in the very beginning of the game. (laughs) Which is great. Excellent. (laughs) It's like, I didn't mean to do that, but well, now he's gone and there's his hand. All right. Well, whatever. Uh, I had to reload because I wanted that companion really bad. So (laughs) I did not mean to do that. (laughs) This sounds like the kind of fun that Fable promised, but. (laughs) Font says you're failing already. I'm on the Steam page. Stop it. Stop him. Stop it. Get the Xbox version because I want to watch you play. It's not on Xbox. Oh, I thought it was. My it's bad. on PS5, but not till September. Oh, okay. So I would suggest just running a cord from the PC to the Xbox. Because he'll probably play it on his Steam Deck. Mm. It works on Steam Deck. It's got a green check mark. It yeah, launched I was with. Say, a, I saw that last night. It launched with a yellow. And now today it has, or yesterday it had a green check mark. So they like, they got on that. They're like, oh, we need a green check mark here on the Steam Deck. Let's do this, guys. Uh, Severin says it runs awesomely. Say what? How is it playing with a controller then? A lot of radial manuals. It's Mm. so many circular menus. (laughs) 
yeah, because one of my friends said that it was she wasn't going to get it if it didn't have controller support, and it, she said it plays pretty well hmm. with a controller. So I have not tried it yet, but I've seen it, and it it looks imposing to me. But I think um, I think I just need to try it, and it'll be fine. Because uh, I started playing it on PC. Anyway, so the Dark Urge, uh, yeah. So I made my Dark Urge character, and it took me forever to come up with like what did I want my character to be. And I said, I'm going to be a werewolf who's, I'm going to be like, I'm a dude who seeked power and became a werewolf and went on a murder spree and now has forgotten his past and has all these murderous powers. Now he has to choose if he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy. So I'm adding, I'm doing some role playing. And so, um, yeah, I went with Druid for that. So we'll see how that works. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if the game's really going to fully support that baggage that I'm giving to it, but Hey, it's fun to try. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty early on, um, Thursday night, all I did was play the character creator (laughs) and last night I I played the game. So I'm what, five hours in maybe, and maybe less. And so there it's okay. This game is divinity original sin (laughs) two. like make no bones about it. No bare bones about it. The, the game is that game but with D&D skin instead of their own custom role-playing system. Uh, it is tactical combat. It is, uh, but the combat system's D&D 5, and oh my gosh, that seems to make all the difference for me. Because mm-hmm. that the D&D 5 combat just puts, uh, it just trims down the combat fat that I couldn't stomach in D- Original Sin 2 anymore. Like, that's why I stopped playing, is combat was so sluggish, so slow, and there's so much else to do in that game. I just, I hated when combat would get in the way and I, I just kind of stopped playing it. This game's really well acted, better acted than original sin two. Um, the engine has been upgraded. It's the original sin two engine. As far as I can tell, it's like the same sort of dragging stuff around and interacting the world in the same way. Um, that is just prettier and customized to be D and D five. And it's working. It's working pretty well. Uh, it, I can still see the original Sin 2 instead of like a D&D game like Solasta, but that's okay because it's so polished that um, it comes off all right. And uh, yeah, so combat's good. Graphics are better. Um, and the writing's been really good so far. Uh, it is it is suffering a little bit from the everything is gray sort of moral dilemma syndrome that all modern games seem to have, but um, not entirely. I'm sorry. I, sh- I should say you could see the influence, but like you could still make good choices that are clearly good choices rather than dumb, evil choices. So and it's not like The Witcher or anything like that. Um, and yeah, so I think I think I made that sound like a complaint, but it's actually not. It's like like modern style writing and expectations and not every character has got it. Every character, that's my thing. Every character's backstory seems to be gray or dark. Like, I haven't found any good guys yet. <laughs> so I'm not sure what's up with that. But because mm. it's D&D, so there should be heroes, right? right. Like, where are the heroic archetypes? And everyone's got like a heroic archetype, but then you delve into their backstory. And it's like, I don't know that I can trust you. I don't know that I can trust you. Like, you're literally a vampire. I can't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you're the most freaking, you're the guy I want to be with all the time. Damn it, Asterion. <laughs> 
Asterian's my favorite so far. He's so well written. Like I literally, I went. So you can go into camp, and when you choose the camp button, instead of just doing an eight-hour long rest animation like you did in Baldur's Gate Two, you literally show up on a different screen in a campground that's themed kind of like the area that you're in. It's not actually in the place that you're in, but it, they try to make it look like you're camping in there. Yeah, And everyone has their own little tent and you can go up and have conversations with them. And this is how you eventually do romance options. But for right now, I'm like in the beginning of the game, I go up to Asterion. He didn't have a bubble over his head, but I'm like, I want to talk to you. And he said, go away. I'm brooding. And it's like, oh, I love you so much. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just yes, (laughs) you are brooding vampire dude. And he's so well acted. Um, He is uh, Zeke from Xenogear uh saga three xeno gear xeno what the hell is that game on switch xenoblade Xenoblade chronicles three he's zeke same voice actor as that uh he's xenoblade two xenoblade two zeke from two then did i miss did i miss game him zeke is two oh okay yeah him okay i remember him now he was the uh prince that with the uh, eye patch that bubbled you around oh okay well then there you go i thought oh Oh, him. Oh, yeah. comic relief guy. Yeah. All yeah. right. Perfect. I knew I knew his voice from something. I thought he was in three. I, you know, he's got an English voice and I'm American, so they all sound alike, right? So he <laughs> probably sounds like a bunch of other actors that I'm used to. Anyway, he's great. And uh, yeah, uh, so far, very positive uh, um, impression. However, it feels like this game's going to take an eternity to finish, which, you know, it's a Baldur's Gate game. I guess that's uh, par for the course. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm getting just involved, exploring everything and having all these conversations and everything has depth to it, everything. So they've just spent years making the game. And so there's a ton of content in it and there's no microtransactions. How can that possibly work? I'm looking at you, Diablo 4. (laughs) Yeah, Diablo 4 really wants you to spend money. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm getting real close to being done with Diablo 4. I'm still playing it a little, even with uh, Baldur's Gate 3. But um, but just because I want to finish, I want to finish making a build that I'm working on for my my character in the season. But also, like, (sighs) like once I'm done with that build, there'll be literally nothing left to do in the game. Whereas Baldur's Gate 3, literally, I can interact with a box and there's interesting stuff to do. You know, so mm-hmm. it's going to, yeah, <laughs> that war will be over soon and Diablo 4 is going to lose. <laughs> I had fun with it, but it's just, uh, I'm done, you know? <laughs> uh, just as I get somebody to play with. I'll play with you still, because that's interesting. Oh, okay. That's multiplayer. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I sh- I, fr- I was so distracted with Baldur's Gate last night. I sh- I was like, should I, p- should I call Kelly? No, I'm going to play Baldur's Gate. And then I forgot I need to play Diablo with you. <laughs> I totally no. forgot. <laughs> I, I was finishing up Persona 5 Strikers to get, kind of get it off my plate, so you were cool. All right, cool. Whoa, that's a pulsing brain on uh, Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. Ugh, yeah, really. no, it's, uh, it, yep, it's a character, <laughs> at least in the early game. That brain the, the is brain, a thing. The brain is? Yes. Oh, oh, they're a Diablo 3, uh, Diablo 3, they're a D&D um character or monster called an intellect devourer if you're familiar oh with that. them they were in the movie mm. little walking are they, brains are they are they walking brains in the movie too yeah 
Oh, yeah, th- th- okay. there's a joke where intellect devour, they steal intelligence, and then they just walk by the party, and one of them goes, well, that was kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that game, uh, that movie. <laughs> that movie is so freaking good. Oh, you know, man. It, it's almost as if it was made in the 80s with how self-aware it is, but with, with, with you know, CGI monsters and all of that. Um and Chris Pine is just brilliant in it. Uh, pl- plays the perfect dashing scoundrel. And what what are the few movies that I've actually liked Michelle Rodriguez in? Because normally I can't stand her. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm distracted. She's kind of one note. Yeah, a little bit. Um, sorry, I'm distracted. I like her for the most part, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, really, really good movie. Um we're worth at least to watch. Uh, Mark or Vaughn and I went and saw it in uh, theaters when it opened. And is she the I, one that was always with Antonio Banderas in movies, or is that a different person? Oh, I, Michelle Rodriguez is the uh, Fast and Furious one. All right. Yeah, she mm-hmm. always plays a tough girl. Mm-hmm. Um, why she's not exactly until they ruin her actress. character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she she was really good and. Uh, D and D movie. There, there, there was a joke that apparently she liked dating uh, short people, like halflings, because mm-hmm. um, she had an ex-husband that was a halfling. And I was like, "Wait, is that Bradley Cooper playing a halfling?" And looked it up. Like, "Yep, sh- sure is." Uh, barely recognized him. Well, it's know, nice to see they went with. <clears throat> they didn't just get um, you know, the Tyrion actor to do. Yeah, your halfling in your movie because you know. Yeah, and Chris, there's a portal staff in the movie. Oh, good. It, yep. It's called the staff of hither dither dither, but it is literally a portal, portal gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Whew. Um, I, that that by the way was trying to transition into Persona Five Strikers. Is that what we were doing? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because I'm done. Yeah, D- there you go. Yeah, <laughs> we got to talking D D again. So I finished Persona Five Strikers last night, and Josh, it feels like the first half of the game they were trying to do a normal Persona game, and then they realized, wait, this is a spinoff. This doesn't need to be eighty hours because yeah. those last five dungeons just flew by. <laughs> Are you complaining? No, I'm not. I was happy. <laughs> Because um, by the time the kind of plot reveal started taking place, it was like everything just kind of happened one thing after another. And then next thing I know, I'm at Endgame and I'm fighting the final boss. And it's like, okay, I wish more games were paced like this because that first those first three dungeons is like, oh, God, I'm going to be playing this until I uh, go to Japan in October. And then it, it kind of increased the pace a little bit like, oh, thank God. And don't get I me think that's wrong. why I liked it so much, yeah. was that it was much breezier in comparison to Persona 5. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, I had fun playing the game. It, w- it was a fun time, even though I wished it was a little more Muso and a little less Persona. Because um, there really wasn't a lot of those crazy Muso fights where you're just in a sea of mobs. I was going to say, where you get a thousand uh, kills in one, or yeah. one stage or whatever? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it kind of tries to be a stealth Muso game because you 
are, are going through the dungeon and there there are mobs there and once you unmask them then they kind of explode into a group of mobs but it's never that kind of crazy fight like uh you would expect in a muso they've so, kind of gotten i don't want to say gotten away from that but um like with the, the attack on titan games um you know obviously you can't have like four thousand giants walking around screen so they just made it concentrating on like maybe like 15 i think the most kills i ever got in like a stage on the attack on titan games was like 30 or something like that so i'm wondering yeah. if like they're like you know maybe we don't need to throw in all of the enemies and you know have the hardware chug to a complete standstill maybe making it matter a little bit more might be and still having a fair amount might i don't know but then again you know you have 30 giants walking around yeah i guess it does kind of feel like a bunch of them or a bunch of enemies Sorry. Yeah, and and th- this game has that too, where you don't we we got your little guys like the Jack Frost and the uh, I'm blanking on the pumpkin one now. I almost said Jack Sparrows, and that's um, not it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Jack Bros, uh, pumpkin. No, pump. J- Jack Lanterns. Jack Lant Anna. Oh, she's not inside. Damn it! <laughs> she's um, got a tattoo of this guy on her. Foot. Yeah, I know, but, but like a lot of. A lot of the smaller demons, they'll kind of um, ha- have big... Pyrojack! Thank you, Pyrojack. chat! Pyrojack! Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I was blanking on Me that. too! <laughs> um, but then the, some of the larger demons, like the the Abaddons and uh, the Ganeshas and stuff like that, there'll only be like two or three of those on the screen. And those are the ones that can hit like trucks. Oh, also, unsurprisingly, no Maras. But I think that's because this one was teen rated. Could could you imagine taking you... on an entire room full of those? Um, <laughs> that's what I was just imagining. Oh my. Um, but but yeah, I enjoyed that one. I'll probably elaborate more on my th- thoughts during the backtrack, which I think is like in a month. I'd have to look at the schedule, but I was kind of glad to have that off my plate because now I've got more Diablo 3 time. Um, so since you were Baldur's Gating and I finished uh, Persona 5 Strikers very early in the evening, I just uh, Diablo 3 and just ran around doing side quests and was trying to open up some of the map. Um, doing strongholds and stuff. And I made a point of going to wherever the... Uh, the the one druid location is where you get your spirit animals. Um, I'm sure all of the classes. You mean Diablo Four? Did I say Diablo Three? You did. Okay, my bad. I was so confused. I'm, what do you mean druid? There's no druid. Yeah, the that's a druid only thing, from what I can tell. The other classes don't get interesting mechanics like that. Well, they get huh. mechanics like that, but they don't have a specific spot to go visit. But. Yeah, sorceress yeah. enchantments, it's just in the menu. Barbarians, I don't remember what it is. Necromancer is the Book of the Dead, that's just in the menus. Um, most of the druid interaction is just in the menus, except for setting your favored. Um, and then what's left? Rogue? Rogue. Yeah, Barbarian and Rogue, I don't know what their mechanics are. So maybe, they, maybe those have something interesting. So, sorry. Yeah, because... There's a stronghold like on the upper left side of the map in the frost area that you have to go to, and you have to unlock that stronghold to unlock that mechanic for them. And that's where you kind of pick your um, spirit animals and stuff. So I, I 
picked my spirit animal as a wolf because they had a lot of stuff from my wolf companions, um, which was kind of nice. Um, there's one companion animal that hates humans so much that you have to have like a full thing of the currency to unlock it all that's at once. That's the snake. Yep, that's the snake. Uh, <clears throat> it's not that so hard I, to get that currency. Like, no, it's I, so what, done early on that it's like not even a mechanic. That, that's why I went and did that because I was sick of getting that currency. And it's like, I'm, I should probably use this for something. Um, and, and speaking of currency, I also, that, that one currency that you use to basically buy random items from that one vendor, um, I didn't realize there was a cap for that. So I, I just went and, because my, my plan was like, well, I've already got a bunch of good gear, so I'm just going to buy a bunch of stuff and then salvage it. And it's basically free salvage materials. And managed to get a, a legendary pop, a legendary axe pop from buying a bunch of those. Which was like, oh, I didn't realize that that could pop legendaries. I thought that was just for the blue quality items. So now that I've done that, I haven't seen any of that currency pop since. Yeah, it's just done. That's it. <laughs> I thought that was the currency for like um, finishing uh, dungeons and stuff. Or am I mistaken? I don't. I'm sorry. Which currency? The druid currency or no, something else? Sorry. No, the um, it's for that vendor in the main. The main. Oh, the area. the obols. You get those from events. Okay. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, because I'd been doing a, pretty much just every time I see yeah, one. Yeah, that's I your Gamba get... currency. Uh, by the way, just so you know, uh, you can't get uniques from gambling. So once you start searching for uniques, you can't use the obols for those. But okay, everything else, yeah. It's probably the best way to get certain legendary affixes because what you do is you spam, like, uh, for example, if you need a certain offensive affix, all you do is gamble for totems and all they can spawn with is offensive aspects. So, ah, okay. so it's kind of a pseudo target farm method if you want to go that route. I see. I mean, I would, to be honest, I was just using it to spam stuff to salvage. Yeah, and, and the the correct way to play this game seems to be to not care about end game min max build farming and to just have fun. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just not. It doesn't support. It it falls down under its own weight once you start putting a lot of end game pressure on it. So. Just have fun and then be done with it when you're done. That, that's pretty much what I've been doing. I yeah. don't really plan on doing a lot of endgame stuff. If anything, I might when I finish. Eventually, Druid, it'll be I'm, there. It's just not yet. Because <laughs> um, if, if when I finish the main campaign on Druid, I might roll a seasonal character as another class or something yeah. just to play around with. Yeah. Um, Twisting Blade Rogue sounds fun. I, I want to try Necromancer. Oh, okay. Next. Just so you know the the. Well, I mean, if you're not pushing endgame, it might not matter. But like having like your skeleton army doesn't work as well as it should in the game right now. Ah. Uh, so it's a little disappointing to a lot of people who want that particular fantasy for Necro. They just got a little. They're going to get a little buff next week, so it might be better. But uh, just temper your expectations if you go in expecting your skeletons to do all the work for you. Ah, Sino making so many skeletons on the screen that it chugs your processor. Yeah, that won't happen. Though there is a particular heart in the season mechanics that might actually have them... Yeah, so it just won't scale the endgame. You might be okay. 
actually. If you get that particular heart, they'll start doing all the work for you and it just won't scale the end game. And that, and that might actually be fine for you. So never mind. You can ignore what I said because you don't care about high end tier 100 dungeons. Yay. Nope. I'm just playing stuff for fun. You get to win. You're the real <laughs> winner. And I, I love my werewolf druid chick and just watching her go into a group of mobs and then hitting, hitting the lacerate, which is her ultimate, and just watching her zoom around the map, yeah. ripping things apart. So I'm running a werewolf as well. I'm using the Great Staff of the Crone, which makes your um your claw attack also do storm strike. So I've got lightning claw, essentially, is the build. And uh, it's great. I just walk into a pack of enemies and just hold X. <laughs> Oh, I forgot that you can hold X. I've been button matching mm-hmm. this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I, I've and I've done a lot of poison stuff on my druid, so she yeah, has yeah, poison's uh, real strong on them. Yep, she, she has rabies. <laughs> she has rabies. <laughs> nice. Um, and and doing the the two wolves with the attack, which um, it's it's interesting when they see something and I don't, and it's like, why are you attacking a door? Oh, because there's a mob on the other side of the door. Okay, ravens are getting buffed next week. Yeah, I wonder if I had to. Try oh wait, those. but that might only will that apply to eternal? Yeah, it should. Yeah, okay. Um. So yeah, ha- having a lot of fun. I don't know when I'm going to finish the campaign on that. Um, because I. <laughs> I've had a little bit of tunnel vision, just kind of focusing on that one area and then zooming out and realize, no, this game is a lot larger than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just looks like there's going to be so much to do. Mm-mm. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you feel that way. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Maybe if I don't ruin the illusion, it'll feel that way and then you'll, you'll enjoy it more. <laughs> it's all samey is the problem. Like, it's the same events all around the world, so it's like it's, eh, it's an open yeah. world, and there's like nothing really to do with it once you're done with the story. <laughs> I, I can kind of see that. Um, I mean, do you go to those places naturally in the story? Yes. Okay. Then there is a little bit of substance. Yeah. Um, just d- temper my expectations a little bit. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Com- compared to Diablo two and three, this no. game is freaking huge. Yeah, and um. Yeah, they, yeah, it's fine. Like, I have thoughts on what they should have done, but it's pointless to, like, complain. Well, they should have done it, like, more like this open world game or no open world or, like, well, it is what it is now. And we just got to, they got to figure out what to do to make it better. Or maybe this is good enough for them and this is what it is. And I'll just go back to POE. (laughs) Is, uh, I was about to ask, is Path of Exile that open? No, no, it does not have an open world. Okay, but I wonder it's, if two will. Yeah, its outside world is randomly generated, just like dungeons. So ah, okay. Because I don't know, I might dip my toe into Poe after I get done with this one, um, just as a curiosity. Because I think I downloaded that on the my PS4. Play, play, get get a season starting build and f- use it as a a nice um, template of kind of generally how to build your character. And then feel free to customize the way you want on top of that, but don't go into it with no build whatsoever, because that will be so confusing when you're going to make such a broken character. You need some little bit of a scaffold and then then just have fun and see what see if you like it. 
<laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, if I even make it make it to that, because uh, I've still got a couple of backtrack games I've got to play before the end of the year. I at some point I was going to boot up uh, Bloodborne, um, because I've got to play that before October, and whether or not I finish Bloodborne is another thing entirely because um, I'm not good at Souls games. <laughs> I cheesed most of Elden Ring, and I feel like Bloodborne is not very noob friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we we shall see. I I. I've heard people say that Bloodborne is the one where the, the Souls thing finally clicked for people, um, where you're supposed to be doing reposts and parries and being more aggressive and stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll, we shall see. As somebody um, who's struggled with those games constantly, I was told the same thing and uh, had the same problem where and just, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> expectations measured when you go into it with that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least with Elden Ring, what I loved about that one is it, it's so easy to get an OP build early on so you can cheese the first half of the game. And then in doing so, by the time you start hitting the hard stuff, well, you've kind of already learned a lot of the good mechanics. So the, then it's just a matter of um, ha- having skill the rest of the game. Um whether or not you can pull that off is another thing entirely. Because, like I've said, I had to, <laughs> I had to uh, put put in summons for some of the harder bosses. But hey, that's what they're there for. Um, God, my fight with Milana was like, yeah, you guys have fun with that. I'll just be back here taking pot shots and trying to dodge AOE. Uh, so I'm so I'm same. seeing here a video from the last month that says blood tinge build and Bloodborne is broken. So. Blood tinge build. I don't know. Maybe that's the build you could go for. I, I, I guess. Sometimes I, I was, at this point, these builds are quote unquote broken, but only if you're like a freaking pro gamer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be careful. Well, well yeah, because I was I was looking up okay, Bloodborne easy mode last night, and yeah, that was like all pro gamer stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I had to do Bloodborne for noobs, and that was more helpful. But whether or not I start that this week, I, I don't know. Um, How to cheese Ludwig. Yeah, that's really going to be the one for you. All right. Because um, I'm also trying oh, to finish. Oh, cool. Yeah, you you <laughs> cheese in through the wall around the door. That way the boss never activates. Just like in Elden Ring. Yay! Some tricks <laughs> never die. <laughs> um, but I've also, uh, I'm also at the end of Harvestella right now. Mm-hmm. Um uh, ch- chapter eight, final dungeon. Like I said, I kind of guess the twist in this. Um, pla- Planet of the Apes is all I'll say. Um, oh take, no! Take that what you will. Mm-hmm. So the people don't talk is what you're telling me. Uh no. Okay. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, I was <laughs> joking. <laughs> and I feel like saying Planet of the a- of the Apes is vague enough that if you don't know, you don't know. So, but yeah. <laughs> um. Trying to finish that you up. You blew it all to hell. Yeah, there's just a lot of like in-game achievements that I still want to try to do, like getting level three sprinklers. <laughs> but that's involving fighting a lot of the really hard enemies that I am just not skilled enough for, and this combat system is not built for. Because mm. I, I feel like there's no way to dodge attacks. Like Bob's just fixate on you and and pound you into oblivion, and there's nothing you can really do about it. Um, the, the, there's this one class that you get in the end. I what is it called? Um, the the Arist- Aristol. 
I'm probably butchering that, where um, all the fairies that you find in the game fight for you, and it's a really OP magic class. And that's pretty much the only one I've been more like, okay, sit at a distance, take pot shots at enemies, and the the NPCs will take care of the rest. Because other than that, the the combat has just been very, uh, I don't know, kind of janky, if that makes any sense. But um, like I said, mm. I'm probably going to end up finishing this game by the end of the week too. So, um, but my plate will be open, and I don't know what I'll what I'll want to pick up next. Because, uh, like I said, I've got to play Bloodborne at some point for backtrack before October. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get to Costume Quest Two by the end of October because that's on our list too. And near Automata, I'm saving for my Japan trip for near November because we're doing both near game or yeah both near games in November and I haven't played Automata yet so um that's what I've been playing and what I might will be playing <laughs> are you doing the um PS3 360 version of the first near or are you doing the uh, the more recent one I played the more recent one last year um just because I was told that that version of the game is a little bit better story-wise, and I'm inclined to agree, because it, it's really weird. And, and just correct me if I'm wrong. So, the PlayStation version... or No, wait. Back, back up. We only got the version that you could play as the dad in the right. U.S. Correct, yeah. Yes. And this newer version was the, the version where you play as the brother. Right. Okay. And the new the newer version kind of ties into Automata a little bit more. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know actually, we had the. Uh, I was kind of. Su- oh, go ahead. I was going to say I know we had the uh, the wonderful distinction of only getting maybe the one of the ugliest video game characters ever, ever I've ever seen in my life, and that was the uh, the dad from uh, the first year. <laughs> Just like there's a handsome. It was fella. not a very good looking game. Period. No. <laughs> Back on PS3 and True. True. I was kind of surprised playing the remake. Like I, I kind of felt like that the brother worked better in the story than the dad. Yeah, because I tried to watch. I, I watched YouTube videos of the the game with the dad, and it was like I, this just doesn't feel right to me. And yeah, yeah. Something so those, about those, it was just off. Yeah, those those plot points just I don't know. It hit more with playing as the brother than the dad. I don't know why, but it just did. Yeah, so um, I'm going to be picking up uh, Automata for the Switch so that I can play that in Japan um, while while I'm there for two weeks. Um, I figured that'd be kind of a, a nice distraction because I mean we're not I mean we're doing a bunch of touristy stuff in Japan, but we're still going to be you know in our hotel room a lot of the time, and I I'm probably going to bring my Switch dock so that I can play it on the TV in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so yeah, I've just I'm I'm saving that for. Oh, that I have the track. answer for you, Kelly. On Harvestella, what? there's a skill called Step you can spec into that looks like the dodge you want. I know the that's just stuff that I feel like it hits me no matter what. Oh okay, well I don't know. I'm sorry. I was watching this video of fighting a unicorn, and it's like the best dialogue ever. I feel tempted to try this game too. <laughs> um. It's it's really good. Despite my complaints with it, it's really fun. And who knows, maybe you haven't played a lot of farming games like I no. have, so you might not have the expectations that I have. Yeah, but that games. doesn't mean I'll like it. 
<laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Chris oh, has well. tried some farming games. And I have tried them. a couple. Yeah. Mm. I I just I, to be honest, I don't know why the farming is a thing in this game because it kind of doesn't have a lot to do with the plot. The unicorn keeps saying, "Witness me." It's like, yeah. who wrote this unicorn after watching Mad Max? The unicorn, <laughs> witness the unicorn me. Is very full of himself. <laughs> witness me. Sorry, I, I, I'm going to shut this. And his, his name is Unicorn, mm, and mm-hmm. he's like that the whole game. That's great. Um, it, unfortunately, he's a he's never a party member. He's Aww. just kind of there, and I wish that he was a party member. Although you do form a friendship with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, he's a good character. Um, a lot of the all of the characters in this game are really good. Um. I, I just, it it seems very weird that they tacked farming onto this. Like, Squeenix wanted an action RPG, but they didn't know what to do with it. So it's like, oh, let's make it a farming game. People um, like farming games now, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. That's the new hotness. They're real sure. into it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I say that, but it's still fun. Right. So. Is it just, fun in spite of the farming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The far- the farming is just just a chore you do before you go do dungeons. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I want to hear what Jason's been playing now. Okay. So, um, as I mentioned, I I went on a cruise and I I'm I don't do well in the water. I, I have this. Like, You're not weird supposed affinity. to be in the water during the I, cruise. I You're supposed I, to be on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. See, my 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 family insists that like, well, you can swim. And hold yourself up. And I like, well, here's the thing. Once you get tired on land, you can sit down. You get tired in the ocean, you just sink to the bottom. All right. All right. Which so, ship were you on? Yeah. Um, I was on a Royal Caribbean ship called the Vision of the Sea, which is uh, one of their okay. smaller ones. And I think mm-hmm. the oldest one they have that, that's getting decommissioned uh, like next year. So, yeah. What I just yeah, wanted they, to get the, the full ship tour up on YouTube. By the way, if you've never gone on a cruise or shopped a cruise, there's an entire YouTube industry around doing giant video tours of ships and and this is entire channels just devoted to people who get free rides on these cruise ships they document their entire experience they mm-hmm. do all this stuff and then show it to you and uh you, then so it means there's a lot of material on youtube if you want to try and pick a ship to go on like you can you can go find all this so yeah yeah <laughs> So I didn't like the ship as much as the one we did last year. It's smaller and yeah, it looks like a pretty standard cruise ship. Sadly, yeah, yeah, it was not a whole lot to do. Like mm-hmm. there was, we were out to sea for two and a half days um, on our way back from um, their the Royal Caribbean's like private island that they own, the Bahamas, back up to Baltimore. And man, this sounds like first world problems. Jesus, <laughs> yep. but um, the the rooms are like a closet. I mean the the. Me, you, my wife, and did you my get two an kids, indoor shared a room. What was that? Did you get an indoor room? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That won't help yeah. you feel less claustrophobic. <laughs> well, the problem is though. Then, like the oceans out there, and I can look at it, and then I get. Um, oh, that's that. worse for you. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, um, you anyway, really seasick. No, I'm just terrified of the boat sinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and this, I, it uh, sounds like this is the wrong vacation choice for you. It is. Okay. It is 100%. <laughs> All I right. love my wife and children, and they, they love it, so I do it for them. All right. 
I just, yeah, yeah, this is this is absolutely the wrong thing for me to do because I am scared <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> we get back on land, I, I'm practically like, you know, digging my hand into the dirt and just be like, you're like, you're the, the one taking off. notes during the safety drill. Um, actually, uh, <clears throat> thankfully, we made friends with the uh, bartender, even though we don't drink. Um, we got our like drink passes for like sodas yeah. and um, yeah, like, done the fruit drinks and yeah. stuff. Um, and the bartender that we made friends with it was actually in charge of like the safety for the ship. Yeah. As far as like if so- something went down, so he was like, "I'll get you, Jason. Don't worry." Crew staff tends to be pretty awesome. You make friends with the crew staff; they're they're amazing. Uh, oh, yeah. And they're underpaid, so like tip them well. <laughs> oh, vastly, no, I yeah, I it like really makes me sad. So, like some of their stories and everything mm-hmm. too, because like these guys are out. Oh, to sh- oh out Jason, to you've gone robot place. on us. Oh, did I? Am I better now? Nope. Yes. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Still should, no. Should I? Should I? Still no. Go back. You should do a thing. Do a thing. Okay. Do something. Okay, we're recording again, and we've got sound back. So uh, if you're listening to recording, you're like, well, that sounds fine, and then you just stop the recording for no reason. And it's like, yes, <laughs> it sounds fine to you. The live stream heard the most distorted robotic article you, uh, audio that you've ever heard. So <laughs> we had to fix it for them. So anyway, yes. Hi. So you cruise ship, bad choice for you. Yes, absolutely. You should have gone to the spa. Do the spa yeah. things. No, that's stupid expensive. Um, <laughs> like, ridiculous. You don't want to have fun. That. You don't want to spend money to have fun. You're on the ship that you hate being on, but you don't want to spend money to do things that might actually make you relax. Um. Well, the thing is, is I don't have hair. You don't so have, there's, okay. there's no sense in doing, no sense in doing my hair. You realize there's more than just hair at the spa, right? Yes, I do. Like, it's massages and stuff. I know, it's expensive. I do. I, I've gotten massages. You're on a like, family cruise I, I, ship. You, you don't have any money left. And you don't even want to be there. You don't want to go to the spa. You just want to sulk. And so what I would do is go up to the lounge, except you can't because there's all the windows there that you can see the water in. But I would do the... Oh, no, I, see, go I, to, I put my back to them. So you go to the lounge, you <laughs> get a coffee, like whatever fancy coffee drinks you like, um, or other drinks if you can't do coffee, and you like play word games on your iPad for three hours and ignore everybody. And then when bingo happens, you go to bingo. See what yeah. I did was um, I ended up reading like three books. There you so, go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. reading's no good because if the boat moves, then it makes you like, oh, you're very conscious of it while reading. Yeah. Yeah. I, I the last night coming back um to Baltimore, we were off the coast of. Uh, uh oh, you had a bad night. Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's always yeah, a bad night. <laughs> we were sitting there, and I just would watch the boat tilt to the oh, right. Don't watch it. Don't and watch then it. Tilt to the <laughs> left. I'm like, oh, there's the horizon, and it's going way yeah. up. Oh, just so you know, those things can go down. way further than you experienced and still be safe. So. <laughs> oh no, I know, I know. No, believe me, Ron, our uh, bartender, told me like, no, this is nothing. You're fine. Don't worry. I've seen it go. Like, I'm like, I don't tell don't me. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Uh, ironically, yeah, you want to be in the bigger boats because they have better, bigger stabilizers. But well, mm-hmm. whatever. yeah, the yeah. the one we were on last year, the Liberty of the Sea, was considerably bigger, yeah. and we felt like smaller bits it, of rocking. Mm-hmm. But there you want to be in the any... center, dead center, yeah. and mm-hmm. that because then all the rotating happens around the center. So yeah, it's like a pendulum thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. biggest boat no you can way... be in the center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like I said, I I. I, I 
just told my wife, I was like, I'm just looking forward to getting home. I just yep. want to sit down on the couch and play mm-hmm. a video game, listen to a record. Just let me decompress for like, yeah, Hazel's got it. Go do it. Get the Manny petty. There you go. Get the nails done. Get I, your nails did. I just need to get my butthole unclenched. Like, um, let's, let's I don't do think this. they offer that service at the spa. <laughs> I know I'm saying at home. Okay. Oh, anyway. So, um, so before, before I left on this trip, did you eat good? Did they have good food at least or no? Um, some nights they did. Uh, the, the, did you do any of the specialty restaurants or just like the normal one? Just the normal one. Like the specialty restaurant, it's a little hit or miss for me because I am literally deathly allergic to mushrooms and so much fancy stuff has mushrooms in it. You're actually allergic to mushrooms. Oh my gosh. You get to, you get to actually go to the Nintendo world and get the good stuff or get to stuff without mushrooms because they won't make you mushroom free things at the Nintendo world unless you're allergic to mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, uh, no, I, I, I get the whole, um, uh, let's, let's say exploding out of uh, both ends, throat mm. closing, headache. Yeah, it's, it's real great. Yum. And it gets worse every time it happens and it just uh, takes a tiny bit. And, uh, I'm worried cause like the last time it, it really consumes happened a piece of your soul. Delightful. Say, like 12 years ago. Um, I'm nope. worried that the next time it happened will, will, uh, will, uh, be, um, resulting in death. Nah. So <laughs> I'm very careful. Either way, you don't want it to happen at sea. No, 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 definitely not. So, yeah, so I have to be extremely Maybe you should just that. go lock yourself in the casino. There's no windows there, and it's always in the center of the ship. That's very true. Yeah, except then I've got to be around all the yeah. um, the noise. And the, yeah. The, yeah. I'm not a gambler. So, mm. although I gambled with my life being on this trip, so. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Anyway. Okay, so before I left on this uh, cruise ship of death here, um, I decided, you know what? I need to play a video game that's going to, at least, like, before I die, something I'm going to enjoy. And so I went back to Takasoga Reborn. Because I was like, well, you know, I, I'm still not 100% sure I like Reborn more than the PSP version. I'm, it, it's still something I'm deciding. But I was like, well, I'm at least going to play another version of my favorite game before I die. This way I can at least, like, go with happy thoughts of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Denim slaughtering a whole village and uh, drown with that. So, Of course. Yes, yes. Um, so I, I started going through the routes that I haven't gotten yet because, um, you know, as, as we've learned on Twitter, uh, you haven't completed tactics ogre until you've gotten all the items, completed the Warren report and yada, 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 yada. But yeah, so I'm just going through all the routes trying to get those done. And cause I haven't done that in this yet. And yeah, I, you know, I put like a hundred and something hours just into the main story and some of the codas, but yeah, I can't tell you how, how good it was for me to play that beforehand because it was just like sort of a cathartic thing for me because it's just like here's a familiarity of of something that i love and it just was like okay this if this is the last video game i play before i die I can <laughs> oh my god be happy with that it's got really dark <laughs> <laughs> oh you can oh yeah yeah no no I, I went through i went through this whole fatalist thing of like well this is this is a vacation i die um okay do you need to just okay. do you need to take a break from this podcast and watch some cat videos and come back like i don't I should be okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here thinking our question of the week needs to be what video game do you want to play before you die? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> this, this is I, how I Jason prepares. Sort of he sla- you know, he plays a video game where you slaughter a village. That's yes, how he absolutely. prepares for death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I take control I I, I take control of my fear of death by by killing. So <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, slaughtering the innocents as uh, as I'm as I'm slowly sinking to the bottom of the ocean. At least I'm in one piece, unlike those people in the uh, submersible. Anyway, um, so yeah, what are um, we doing? I don't know, Chris. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about the cruise too too much. <laughs> so, oh, like I said, it, it, it's it's a 
pretty decent time, but if you're scared of a of the ocean, um, probably not a great time. So, and I'm not even like born New Mexican. Like I was born in New Jersey. So this this whole argument of like you're New Mexican, you're not supposed to be in the ocean. I'm like I don't know if that holds water. My wife is, and she's fine. <sighs> so anyway, um, yeah, Texas were reborn. Yeah, definitely the game I would play before I die. Um, because I thought I was going to, so I was 100 percent sure. Like, well, I want to at least go out like this. Um, in the meantime, while um. I was on the cruise ship, and in between bouts of rigging, I actually uh, fired up my Steam Deck and put a uh, uh, PS2 emulator on there. Well, actually, I just put a whole series of emulators on there through um, what is it, like Emu Deck, and uh, yeah, it was wasn't as easy as I was thinking it was going to be, but I ended up doing it. And uh, because I had a weird urge to play X Men Legends, I decided to play that. And um, boy, that's a that's a real, real simple game that I was playing mostly because I wanted to play something with Gambit in it because that's my boy and he's in like four video games. And, hey, um, that's my boy too. I love Gambit. I think we talked about that on my first episode on here. Yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. favorite X-Men who got shafted so much in the movies. Wasn't he just in like one of the Wolverine movies or something yeah, for like yeah, a cameo? He, he was in the bad Wolverine movie. The, which the one, where, which one was not the bad Wolverine movie? Um, the one that uh, so Deadpool's mouth shut because that's who you do with the famous comedian of the MCU. But he wasn't Deadpool the, yet. He was like not all scarred up at that point, right? Yeah, but you don't. Sh- sh- I know you don't Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Wade, <laughs> you don't sh- so Wade Wilson's mouth shut. Anyway. They didn't literally sew his mouth shut Yo, in that they movie, did. did they? Oh, okay. Yes. They they made fun of it in the legit Deadpool movie. Mm. Anyway, hmm. sorry. Yeah. I don't even God, I don't even remember him beat in there vaguely. Like I think I remember seeing him in like that really like graphic um three sixty PS three game, um, where you kinda chased him around or whatever for a little bit and that was like his cameo in that too. Oh, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, I think he plays as I think he's like some very, very minor role. And I was like, that's that's what they did with Gambit. Oh, oh man, like it's like this is my favorite, like my second favorite, like superhero. I, I guess he qualifies as a superhero. But like, but, you know, my second favorite Marvel character after Spider-Man, because I'm a basic bitch, I guess. And um, and my, you know, first favorite X-Man, like by a mile, like there, I don't even know who would be my second, like maybe Nightcrawler. I don't know, but. Yeah, uh, so I, I just had an urge to play something with Gambit because I remember playing this with my buddy way back when it was contemporary and enjoying the hell out of it. And then it turns out I think it was just playing with my buddy was the enjoyment out of it. I don't know that I actually like X-Men Legends very much. <laughs> um, it's kind of – oh, boy. I, I, I think I'm reaching here for like some rationalization of like I'm playing something with Gambit in it, so I'm making myself enjoy it a little bit more. But like it's fine as far as like an action RPG goes, but – it's just it is not really scratching the itch that I was hoping for. So I don't know if there's ever going to be anything with the Gambit in it that is going to do Gambit justice. And um, uh, yeah, Emperor Mythos, we do have it to have a, another talk about Gambit, apparently. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I mean, really, the only ones he's been in has been the um, uh, what the the Genesis game, the yeah, two the- X-Men Legends game, and then uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three as a DLC character. I think he was also in the Super Nintendo game too. Was that a was there a second one? Because the one I because the one I, I I remember playing and I was like way bummed out that Gambit wasn't in it. I think was like the earlier one, and then I think there was a second one that came out that did have Gambit in it. I think you're right. 
Yeah, because Capcom did that one, God, if I recall. been five video games with Gambit in it? Oh, there's I mean, a better video game with Gambit in it. Oh, 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 please tell. Fortnite. Oh, he's in Fortnite? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> when you when you're flying down to the island, you can get out a giant playing card and write it down. <laughs> I'm watching this in the in, in the streamer. Okay, I mm, oh boy. This yeah, it's like oh, a reason to play Fortnite. Finally, <laughs> frack! I did not need this. <laughs> you're gonna get old. With, know, it, 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 it'll it get old after five the, minutes. <laughs> it was it was bad enough that there was like the Terminator skin that made me think like oh maybe I should play this or the Sarah Connor skin. I was like oh that'd be cool. And I'm like give it to their two damn it. I didn't. I've been avoiding Fortnite my whole life, and now, oh, thanks, Chris. <laughs> Rogue's in there too, so there you go. Gambit's. I, I forget who yeah. drew it, but there was a picture of like Rogue and um, Cyclops X or um, Cyclops Wolverine and Gambit in like their swimsuits. And Rogue turns around and says, "All right, who touched my butt?" And Wolverine, not me. Cyclops, not me. And then Gambit like withered to a husk, not me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that's Gambit. All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like, I'm willing to sacrifice for this. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember having a discussion with a friend about which X X Men would you be if you could be one. And I said, well, Rogue, so that I could be be with Gambit. And he's he's like, you realize he couldn't touch him, right? Like, wait, what? Oh, wow, I right. did not think that through. Yeah, it's like, yeah, her whole mutant powers are <laughs> you. She can't touch anybody. <laughs> time travel. You uh, time travel to yourself. And mm-hmm. suck out your rogue powers to yourself, and then you have your sexy times. And then um, after the time travel, you go back in time and suck the powers. Up. You make a perfect loop, right? So, sure. Yeah, you go so, in the so, past to suck the powers from yourself, and then you eventually catch up to the future and go into yeah. Done. So, so your so your whole cycle of existence just becomes having sex with Gambit, basically. Yeah, pretty. Well, much. No, no, cool. because you watch the other two have sex, and then once it's over and you go into the past, it's just you and Gambit, and you have your powers back, and you're good to go we, forward. We went from dark to kinky. Yeah. Well, you can you can avert, but like it's you, so you don't really need to. I mean, I I don't want to. Two different Gambit. versions of yourself watching. Well, one's participating, but sure. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, that's, that sounds like too much work. I don't want to bang Gambit. I, this sounds bad. like a comic book storyline to me. Like, All right, there's the episode name. I don't want to bang Gambit that bad. Wow. Mon cherie. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right, I'm good, I'm good. Holy crap, thank you, Kelly. Uh, glad I could make you laugh. Oh, boy, okay. All right, I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. So X Men Legends. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently I'm gonna have to start playing Fortnite now. Um, crap. Okay. I forgot. So, was, was Legends one of those Silicon Knights ones, or is that Ultimate Alliance? I. It's it it it's um it's not X Men Legends. At least not the first one. That's Raven. Okay. Raven yeah. Um. So I don't know about the second one though. I think that's the same studio, but maybe that's the Ultimate Alliance ones. Yeah, you're you're probably right. I don't remember, but I am. I know it's not the first X Men Legend because I watched that credit thing once, and I was like, "Oh, I remember that studio." <laughs> so, are they still around? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, it seems like just about every. Anyway, um, yeah. So, you know, like I'm, I'm at that stage where I got, I just got Gambit, and he's underleveled. So now I'm having to go through the danger room and grind him up just so he's uh, not going to die in the first uh, encounter because I tried that. And then had to go uh, back to a safe state because I was like, oh, 
Gambit's uh, way too weak to take on Sentinels right now, so we're going to have to go and grind him up for a little bit. So I was, uh, while I was editing one of my podcasts yesterday, I was uh, sitting. Hello? I think he got up completely. Oh, okay. Oh. Whew. Are you back? You back? Am I back? You're back. Hi. Okay. You, Hi. So you're editing a podcast and grinding Gambit. Yeah, grinding on Gambit, basically. Yeah. Oh, all right. So, There's the title. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Grinding on Gambit. Oh, two Can't Gambit you... titles with me. Okay. Oh, my. So, um, yeah, we, um, oh yeah, yeah. So I was doing that and just sort of like passively like grinding Gambit's levels up so I can actually use him because yeah, he just got slaughtered in the fight with the Sentinels on the aircraft carrier or whatever the hell it is that ship you end up being on the first stage you get. So, so I'm kind of working on just like, okay, get him leveled up. And then once I get Psylocke, I'll level her up and it's like, okay, I'll have like two of the people that I like in, in there and we'll just kind of go from there. And God, what, it, I still want to know, like, did it, does anyone actually like Jubilee? No. I did when okay. I was a kid. Yeah, I did when I was a kid, but now I'm an old, now I'm an adult and I've put childish things away. <laughs> I didn't even like her as a kid because I was like, oh, she can all make she could do is shoot fire for fireworks. Yeah, yeah. It's she like, was the, no she she was she she was a perfect insert for you as a kid, unfamiliar with the X Men, right? Because so was mm-hmm. she. And um, now you're older and you realize, okay, um, cool. So she can go learn about the x-men but like i know about the x-men i don't need her anymore so you've outgrown her literally yeah (laughs) well when you're an adult she just comes off as an annoying teenager when you're Mm -hmm. an annoying teenager you relate yeah i was like i think 11 or something like that when that show came out but yeah like and then is it coming back i think so yes yeah it is i think the same animation style and everything too yes well hopefully slightly better Well, I mean, hopefully. Hopefully but, higher res. I mean, at the same time, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe No, no. I, I would graphic. like it to be slightly better now, please. <laughs> I've looked at some of that like, oh, there's some nostalgia glasses in my memory here. Oh, for sure. No, I, 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 actually, I actually went back and like watched the Phoenix Saga. Yeah. Try to. Yeah. I was like, good. Good as I remember. It's like, oh. It's like, oh, wow. Maybe, no wonder this got canceled. Was, yeah, it's like, well, maybe it was because I was like 10 or 11 years old when I watched this that I, that I thought this was super cool. Like, hey, I'm 40 and not so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, there is a new insert character in, well, <laughs> new for X-Men Legends, but there's an insert character in there uh, called Magma. I don't even know if she's like in anything else beyond that because I haven't really followed. But basically like – and then Jubilee's there too. So it's like you, you eventually get Magma who is just like – her powers are just awakening and you don't get to use her until quite a ways in the game with the right or with the team of X-Men. And then like, she turns out to be like one of the best like fighters in the game. Like she's incredibly strong, can do a ton of damage, has some good defensive stuff to her too. And has a decent buffing material too. So it's like, okay, well, I mean, I love Gambit, but geez, we, it's like, yeah. Oh, so it's just been sort of this thing of like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to get where I'm going to get. And then, yeah, Magma, just this weird insert character, much like Jubilee was, but Jubilee's in there anyway. So it's just like, I would love to see somebody who actually used Jubilee all the way through. I mean, it has to be somebody who was like super nostalgic for that show. And was like, I still love Jubilee. It's the only explanation for it, I think. Chris, are you looking at Magma by chance? Yeah. Okay. So uh, do you see anything if she's still around? Uh, I mean, this is a Wikipedia article about a fake person, so I don't know if they have accurate, like, tracking of their current life status going on. Sure. <laughs> but let's see. Um, 
Well, in one of the in one of the multiverses. <laughs> I mean, I've I, I've got a bunch of stuff here going up to House of M and nothing afterward. Uh, no, House of X. Oh, I don't know. What the hell is House of X? I don't want to know, do I? I probably don't want to know. I don't want to know. So whenever okay. House of X happened, that she was in that apparently. That's all okay. I got for you. Yeah, okay. Well, that's I don't know what that is either. So that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I know what House of M much. is, but House of X must be yeah. Something with Xavier? I, like, remember House of M? Let's do something that's like that. But now it's House of X. Yeah. You know how that stuff goes with comics. Yeah. Everything's a cycle. Like, whatever we yeah. can do to get yeah. readers. True. Oh, and that is another complaint, is the character design on X-Men Legends is from that, um, you know, like the first round of movies where they were wearing, like, the all, like, black leather suits or whatever. Oh, yeah. Not really a fan of that because it does make it a little hard to differentiate some of the characters when you're just kind of flipping through real quick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, Jubilees stands out because, you know, bright yellow trench coat. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not using Jubilee ever because Jubilee's Jubilee. So, yeah. But anyway, um, okay. Let's, and so let's the last see. House of X. When did House oh, of X happen? We got to find out. When did House of X happen? 2019. Oh, okay. So she's okay. So that's so probably still still around but it's been four years so who the hell knows that's all i got for you sorry she took the pandemic off so sure oh yeah i guess i don't know anyway um so the last thing i played is a game that's in early access um that i got a review code for on my own called alterium shift it is pretty bought like it looks like a pretty interesting um turn-based rpg it like for all the world aesthetically looks like secret of mana there's even a couple mm-hmm. sprite that look exactly like Secret of Mana character sprites, which I'm like, okay, you guys better change this before the final release, otherwise Square Enix is going to look at you and be like, <clears throat> ah, so are you going to pay us for those, or no? <laughs> um, I gotta say, like, the opening thing, I kind of, like, the the village, I enjoyed the music. Is this out? It, it's in early access. Okay. Um, And I only played, like, through for a little bit. Like, it looks pretty nice. It's a little busy. It kind of, I think, suffers from that thing of just being, like, just having too much crap, too much foliage, like, around. You know what I mean? In the uh, in the areas. Foliage or foliage? Foliage. I'm okay, sorry, yes. foliage oh. would be interesting because that means you've got aluminum foil popping out of the ground or something. Because, you, know, you know, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That would be interesting. This, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> no just one's a, done just that. A cluster of, just a cluster of weeds. <laughs> So oh, just right. kind of everywhere. Um, so what, you don't like the grass they, ground clutter? Is that what you're really complaining about? Well, that's one of the things I'm, I'm, right. I'm complaining about. That's, that's, that's the Does it get in the way or something? Complaints. Um, it just, well, okay. So when you transition out of the, uh, as we're seeing here in the stream here, as you transition out of the, um, out of the village and you go to the, I guess, sort of like overworld map, but not really an overworld map, but like the first area you can go. Um, My God, this really is Secret of Mana, but on a PlayStation yeah kind of yeah because it's got 3d so, yeah. backgrounds mm-hmm. yeah no they're, they're they uh in the press release i had gotten for it it was like you know really hammering home like the 2.5d thing or uh-huh. whatever with the graphics and i'm like okay there's some weird like reflection stuff too or like shadow things that just don't need to happen and i'm really not sure why they are there in some instances and then not in others but um the like the village area just chugs um Frame rate drops, and normally I'm not a big. I'm. I let me see. Not even normally. I am not a big frame rate. Yeah, person. but if like, it's unplayable, you notice. Me. Yeah. It. It. I was actually like, I'm glad I didn't play this on the boat because I might have gotten seasick. <laughs> <playing this. laughs> All right. So um, yeah. So the, um, this is on a Steam Deck that it's performing poorly. Then. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because it it looks like it should work fine on a Steam Deck, let me tell you. It sure does, doesn't it? Um, So another complaint is when you get to, like, uh, I was, you know, I kind of got away from it. But you, um, when you go to the first, like, you know, the, you know, area that you go and fight enemies in, the transitions from screen to screen are just incredibly jarring. Like, you're just walking and then all of a sudden, boom, to the next one. It's like, what, what the hell just happened? There's not even like a cutoff area or something indicating that the screen is going to transition to another area. It is just you're walking and then all of a sudden, quick load screen, boom, you're in the next area. It's like, what what the hell just happened? The first time I did, I was like, did I – is this a cut scene happening? Nope. Okay. just This is just how the transitions work. Um, the so you're saying you miss re- like that make the screen blurry and zoom in from Final Fantasy IX or something like that? I mean I would take that over just yeah. the like, hey, here we go. Hard cut. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, give, give me something that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if when I took the thing that I didn't notice that it was turn-based, but I, looking at it, I was assuming, oh, it looks like Secret of Mana. It's probably going to play like Secret of Mana. No, it's a pretty... It looks more like Grandia turn-based, right? It is a very bog-standard oh, turn-based RPG. Okay. There is really, like, not anything interesting going on with the battle system at you, all. It you is can't just, reorder okay, things by knocking them back or anything like that? Yeah, not that I've come across yet, oh. no. And then even the skills you get, it is just like, here, you've got a new one. But this is that, the more that can be one. fine, though. I, I long for a good turn-based game. Like, that's fine. Well, I do, too. This is this doesn't seem to be it so far, though. Oh. I, like I said, it is very, very simple. And there it's like, there's just really not a lot going on with it. Like, normally, like, I don't... Oh, I, I want something to at least kind of keep me semi-engaged, even if it's just like, okay, well, I need to like, okay, well, this guy has an elemental weakness to this. That I came across that in the first boss I fought, but every other enemy is just like, okay, just use your strongest attack, and that'll do the that'll do what you need to do. Um, it there's not that's an, okay. Like know. turn-based games, the the bog standard enemies, I should be able to just hold down A and get through the fight. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, you should. The problem is um, it can take up to three or four rounds to knock out one enemy. When yeah, you start out. Like a, yeah, and it feels you're an adult now and you don't have the time to wait for that. Yeah, Not even the time. I don't have the hit points to survive Oh, that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's So um, in the video, if you saw, there's like the wolf enemies. They look like dogs, more like Shiba Inus. But um, you, you fight them. And they take like about three hits with your standard attack. And it's very um, precarious if you're going to survive, if there's two of them, because if you're not using your uh, special attacks, you're just going, there's a chance you're going to whiff quite a bit and miss because they seem to, or the, uh, the dogs or the wolves seem to crit an awful lot. I don't know why, but I get hit with criticals a lot and I ended up uh, dying to get you know the most basic enemy in the game i'm like oh, okay well this isn't going well so um money isn't very readily available it you don't get a very good amount of it when you're um when you finish fi- a fight so building up healing supplies isn't very isn't a viable option either going back to town you know um brings back the uh feeling seasick uh frame rate thing going <laughs> oh, on <no>. there <laughs> To, to heal, so it's like, okay, well, do you really want to do this, too? Um, and I think one of my worst complaints with it is the dialogue. It is trying very hard to be funny and not succeeding because They've it's learned like, that hey, comedy we're... is hard. <laughs> yes, uh, it is making references, and that is the comedy. Like, it even... Oh, no. Um, no. Bill Clinton uh, sacks? 
Um, not no, not even not even that level of comedy uh, oh, of, of writing of comedic writing. So um, you know, thankfully, thanks to you guys, I learned in the uh, Atelier series that uh, the characters being obsessed with barrels is a thing. Yep. Well, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, one of the characters here is obsessed with crates and just says crate, crate, crate. Uh, yep. All right. Like, okay. <laughs> so cool we're reference. we're doing we're doing references to other games that not everyone has played. Got it. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. 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 And um, they make which references. is fine, by the way, if it's funny in and of itself as yes, well. But it's not. But it's, it's not, not here. Okay, yeah. that's too bad. And a lot of the dialogue is very like I, I, I am fine with. I don't want to say kind of generic um, writing for like the main story, just to kind of get you through. It's like okay, whatever. If you've got an interesting combat system, or if you know, there's some sort of hook. And the only hook that I've have kind of seen with this game is like at a certain point you get this rock that you shift between dimensions or worlds. I'm not a hundred percent sure what it is, except when I oh, got, so you got it, to the dark world. It, yeah, basically except when I got it. I ended up in an area and I'm stuck in it. I oh. can't. Oh, you had a bug. Progress. Oh no. Yeah. That so stinks. Like, okay. All right. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, you hit so, a bug. Yeah. yeah. Rip yeah, game. Yeah. Time to move on. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So, uh, <laughs> five hour ruled I, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, um, I mean, that was only two hours and, um, that, that, I, that know, still took, counts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I took a review code for it. So I probably have to write something about it at this point. Oh, so I'm no. going to try to eat, start yeah, over then. To, yeah. Yeah. So I got to go through the, uh, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the other two characters and can see you take save files? Better. Can you keep saves so you can like save right before you get that rock? Um, I think you can, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but like nice. next time you get up there, maybe you could save yeah. just yeah. to work well, around the bug. So apparently there's like, um, there's, I mean, there's three different characters and their storylines play a little bit differently. And I'm wondering if there's some sort of like, because there's like some time travel mechanic to it eventually from what I was oh, kind of okay. reading in the community. Some thing. sort of so, ulterior shift. Yes, if you will. Whatever that so means. Hoping, That's the game I'm, name, by the way. Alterium Shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's been quite a while since we've said it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm I'm really hoping that there's something there. Oh, and you're fighting a giant enemy crab right now. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. I'm down with this. This is good. I like that. It's a hermit crab. That's yeah. cool. Okay. Did, did yeah. you hit its weak point? Uh, <laughs> you're assuming it has one. Yeah. I'll let you know uh, if I ever see massive damage. All right. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So uh, this is what we've just done here is more clever than the writing that's in you know, Oh, oh, yeah. it's been stunned. It's on its back. Does it do more damage? No. Eh, not really. A little bit more. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. this game is in early access. Okay. And it's not even out. So yet. I don't, Why do you have yeah, a review I, I code for a game that's still in early access? Beat the hell out of me. Okay. <laughs> it gave me a review code for it. I'm like, I don't know if you want me to review a, a effectively a beta. But, All right. Sure. Um. So I mean, you know, I'll probably just end up writing an impression on it once I have tried the other two characters out and see if I've uh, clicked maybe a little bit better with it. Oh, you get to choose a character to start with, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah so try a, uh, that. That might, you might not run into the bug. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Then maybe I'll try the third <laughs> character again, and or the, the first character I started with, and come back and see if I don't hit the bug that time. Because fair oof, enough, I don't know what happened there. Just save so, often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save often and with many save files. So, yeah. Thankfully, there is that option. I noticed that after I got stuck in that area, I'm like, oh, cool, fantastic. So uh, on my, a, my, sorry. On a similar note, autosave has ruined me. And I don't know if it's ruined the rest of you for the same reason. It's been affecting me with Baldur's Gate 3 because the the autosave only happens occasionally and I keep forgetting to quick save. (laughs) 
Yeah, I lost several hours of progress with uh, P5 Strikers for mm. that very reason. Mm-hmm. Because mm. one of my kitties decided to step on the power strip. <laughs> <laughs> Good kitty. Oh, he's a, he's a sweet baby. Is that Alice and, and, or Frankie? That was Frankie. Uh-huh. No, Alice kept knocking the controller over, wanting to be player two. So mm. I had to get up and turn off the controller. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Sorry, continue. Oh, okay. So, I, so my wrap-up thought here basically is I I think there's something there, but a lot of the fundamental problems I'm having with this game, I don't know if extra time in the hopper is going to fix. Because unless they're going to go through and rewrite the entirety of the dialogue for the new for when the game releases in 1.0 or whatever, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this game just because of how not great i'm finding the dialogue so and then like i said just a lot of the the not interesting combat for me is gonna kind of hurt it a little bit like i said the art style like i see that secret of mana thing and i'm like oh cool you know i kind of want something like this and then i play it and it's not secret of mana not even gameplay wise also just quality wise and we all know how good the secret of mana script is (laughs) So yeah, um, yeah. <sighs> so I, I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hammer away at the other two characters this week and see if, um, see if I get any uh, better luck with those. But other than that, I, things aren't looking too good for Alterium Shift so far, based on what I've played. They, they may have wished that they hadn't sent it to you by the end. Um, yeah, I kind of have another game I just finished reviewing. So um, who's this one it, from, by the way, Ulterior uh, Shift? It's not a Kemco game, is it? No. No, no, okay. no. Boy, if it was Kemco, at least it'd probably be, um, you know, I don't want to say functional. <laughs> yeah, but be careful what you wish for there. True. Um, yeah. True. Okay. Dratzy Games, LLC, is the developer for Ulterior Shift. So, um, be cautious, wait for the full release, and see what the reviews say, is what I'd say there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, what else we got? Uh, that's Oh, Tail Tactics Ogre, did you talk about that already? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, oh. was, that, that was the game I was going to play before I died on the, on the cruise ship. Of right, Death, so. okay. Yeah, you couldn't do it on the ship. All right. Josh, I guess we're on to you. Yeah, we're on to me. Um, I, I did finish up uh, oh, the... Oh, Severin uh, wants to point reading. out... Severin wants to point out that Drazi Games, the Alterium uh, Shift people, is a two-person studio. So, baby, I, I guess be patient with them, so... <laughs> It might take take them a bit to polish the thing fully. So, all right. Trails into Reverie from Josh. Well, well, first I, I finished off uh, the, the true ending of Fuga 2. And, oh, and Kelly. okay. All right. Kelly. That, 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 the tease at the end of Fuga 2, Uh-oh. man. Uh-oh. That's mean. Uh-oh. Oh, are, are you talking that or the secret movie? Now, I haven't unlocked the secret movie. Um, You're probably good to just Google it at this point, but... Yeah, that that was a tease. Yeah, you, you get this true ending, and then they just like tease off the third game, and I'm like, oh, I want the third game now. <laughs> I want to see where the that's heck a good they go sign. Yeah, I know. I love Fugu too. Everyone should go play that. that I need to get that on that series, That series is such a good series and so underrated. It's on Game Pass, Jason. So you can play it on Xbox. Yeah, I know. I keep between you and Kelly, uh, you guys have like gotten me to the point where I'm like, I got to play this thing. So I think once I kind of kick back up on some stuff, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm going to give a swing because it seems like it'd be up my alley based on your guys's like descriptions of it. 
I, I think it's got a really good. It, it, it's a very well polished battle system that I I really enjoyed a lot of, and and you know like the game itself doesn't overstay its welcome in terms of that. Yeah, by the time you get in, uh, slightly sick of the battle system, you're done. Yeah. There, there are too few games that, that actually know when to quit these days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, tell me about it. Speaking of, Trails. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It doesn't bode well. <laughs> that transition no, doesn't bode no, well. No, 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 like, no. No, I started playing Trails into Reverie. I got into Act 2. So, so the... You know, this is the wrap-up game for, like, both Crossbell and Erebonia. So you've got both Reen and Lloyd and crew kind of, like, uh, kind of, like, somewhat intertwined, somewhat, you know, separate stories. And so, like, it, it very much the—I I think what I've discovered— is that I have a hoarding problem in these games and, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm learning to deal with that because <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I, I think realizing playing this game that I've had this problem of just like trying to hoard all of the magic points, all of the items, all of the uh, command points and try and, you know, save them for the boss battles when I need them. And really <laughs> they're giving you plenty of that kind of stuff. And I really need to just be using it all the time. And that makes the regular combat you know, much more palatable. Oh, I use those CPs all the time because a lot of them have AOEs that can just rip through regular enemies. Yeah, I mean, there's that. They've added, like, another new kind of, like, special attack that that you can can do as well, like where all of the characters kind of join together and attack the enemies, and there's another meter for that. So... uh, they give you enough of that that kind of point of of those kind of uh basically ways of recharging all of those as you go through the dungeons and i i think i've i've had this problem of i probably ran into one boss somewhere in cold steel where i you know like i was kind of like wiped out of all of those and it was a, a you know just an off slog that I, I just started like, oh, man, I got to hoard all that stuff for the big boss battles. And I'm not sure that that was a good <laughs> a good thing to to uh, end up doing. I still feel like that those even regular battles are like way too, you know, spongy. Mm-hmm. It just feels like they go on for way too long in the Cold Steel games. And, and this is very much just the Cold Steel battle system, you know, once again. What difficulty are you playing on? Uh, playing on normal. Okay. That's always where I start with these games. I think in Cold Steel 4, I just got tired and like eventually went down to one of the easier battle set- settings. Thankfully, it does let you just like swap freely, you know, like no matter what, what you know, like anywhere you're along playing the game, you can just bump it down. And I, fa- and I mean, the Trails games have always had that where if you lose any sort of battle it always like actively prompts you to be like hey do you want to like lower the difficulty here for this battle make it a little easier i mean <laughs> the original games just did that like whenever you lost a battle it just kind of reduced the the difficulty by like 10 percent. so that was one if you got stuck on a bo- boss battle it's just like oh lose really quickly a bunch of times and then makes it easier for you does it do it without telling you that it's doing that uh, the original games, it does, you know, like the original Trails in the Sky games, it uh-huh. does. Okay. It just does that. 
the later games, they basically give you the option of whether you want to do that or not. Like by, I can't remember where they added that. Was that in original Cold Steel or somewhere along in the Cold Steel games? They, whenever the the battle ends, you know, whenever you lose a battle, it just gives you the option: Do you just want to fight again? Do you want to lower the difficulty and fight again? Do you want to go back to a save file? They actually like prompt you for that kind of stuff. I think that's in the first Cold Steel because I played a, a few hours of that, and I think I remember that coming up once. Think I could right. be wrong, but that's it. that's been the only Cold Steel I played, so that would be. I think, Alex yeah, in the chat my, my says Crossbell right had it. It may have been Crossbell when they started doing that, or maybe the, the when they re re uh, released them. Can't remember if they had them originally or not. I don't know. It, it gets confusing when you've played both the original P, you know, like the 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 Chinese PC that released <laughs> that came out uh-huh. that got patched. Mm-hmm. Now they've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not like being a Falcon fan's weird or anything. No, yeah. no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> the 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 overall story has kind of been interesting so far. Like it's been fun to just kind of like bounce back and forth between them, the the different uh, storylines. Maybe that kind of also kind of helps you, you know, be able to like manage the pacing a little bit better. Um, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm going to be curious about this one because that was definitely a problem I had with like Cold Steel three and four, where the cast just got so freaking huge and everybody had to talk about everything. I know this game has an insanely huge cast, so I'm kind of wondering how the heck that's going to work. Oh gosh, you have to fight a giant Mishi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh okay. now I gotta play. I, I gotta play this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> a gigantic demonic Mishi. I like oh, that. That'll, oh, be, my... that'll be something. Yeah. An orange Mishi at that. Yeah. Oh, now I'm now I'm now I'm getting distracted by the stream. All right, I'm gonna um, turn this off then. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move forward. <sighs> we had no replies to our feedback from last week. Which is fine, because I don't remember what the question was, so it must have sucked. So, sorry about that. We'll try and do a better question this week. Um, what's the last game you want to play before you die? Oh, is that what we're doing now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, what game did you guess the twist of? No, oh, I like the new one. Yeah. So, so, you know, the Reaper is at your door. You say, I want to play one more game before I die, and then you pull up to Skya. <laughs> I'm definitely going tactics ogre because I'm like. Oh, yeah, I was gonna sure. say um, uh, the not the non the nana naniel. Damn it! What's it called? Uh, the nine numbers, nine hours, nine days, nine doors game. Um, the game they games. play in the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> probably not the best game to play before you die, since it mostly results in death. All right. I anyway, was say, um... <laughs> it's like also the cause of death. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm going to play Tactics Ogre, and like we, Josh and I talked about, you slaughter a village, in, or don't. or yeah, A village gets slaughtered in the very beginning, or not very beginning, but fairly early in the game, so it's like, ooh, a little dark. I mean, wouldn't you want to play like some game run by Mr. Beast in real life before you die? That seems like the way to go. Mm, no. Lots of production value. Never seen one second of him. Oh, okay. All right. Well... I don't watch a lot of YouTube. All right. Well, write in. Tell yeah. us the last game you want to play before you guy <laughs> before you die. I said before you guy in my no before you die, not guy die. All right. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into the news. So we had a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen news last week because it was Fan Fest. Um, 
we talked about the Dawn Trail expansion already. Um, uh, Yoshida also talked about the Realm Reborn's 10th anniversary next year. Or is it this year? It's No, it's this year. That's right. Crazy, it's um, already been 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I bought that game with uh, some wedding present money that I had. And our wedding anniversary is 10 years in October. So um, what did he get into in this press conference? Um, talked about wrapping up a lot of the plot threads that's been going on since Rome Reborn. Uh, what else? I mean, basically, we have, kind of have a summary of the whole Q&A on the site right now. Um, yeah, there's just a and, bunch of details there about 14. So you should just go read it. Yeah, yeah, if you're into uh, it. And, yeah, and then we also got news about patch 6.5 Growing Light Part 1 that is launching in October. Um, yeah, um, let me see. So that's a, a, a patch for Endwalker, basically called Growing Light, as you said, Kelly. It uh, launches in October, and the second part is scheduled for January 2024. Um, it, like uh, we suggested, there's a ton of news info on this stuff. Um, so just it'd probably be easier just to go to the site. But uh, I'm woefully uninformed about Final Fantasy XIV. So um, I can give you a quick little rundown of that article. It's just uh, there's tribal alliances, the next part of uh, – Tataru's Grand Endeavor questline, a new dungeon, duty support for some of the Stormblood's content, job adjustments, new content on the Island Sanctuary, and access to the Stormblood expansion through the trial version. So, I mean, that sounds like a lot of game for the trial version now. I forgot Stormblood takes you up to level 70 or 60. I cannot answer that. <laughs> I was asking Chris. Oh, okay. Stormblood to 70, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. Heaven's word to sixty. So that's cool. Okay, I, I had I had trouble remembering the level caps because it's been a while. You should have you considered trying the award winning Final Fantasy now with a free trial. <laughs> <laughs> um, a new story for you, Chris. Uh, apparently, ExileCon was Wait, last. Wait, but I thought I thought. Oh, all right. Never mind. Uh, we're not doing the sh- story sharing that we're supposed to do. Okay, fine. Ah, um, this, so I I got confused because I thought Josh was going to read the next story. So, yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. I'm trying to save your voice and I realize I've just ruined the flow of the show by, by interrupting. However, I can save you this one because we talked about it live last week because I had watched it all last week. And so I gave you a recap of it on the show last week for ExileCon. Um, Uh. basically Path of Exile 2 is coming. It's a whole new game instead of a, Instead of just uh, the same game with two different story modes and a shared end game, they've gone way different. You can read all the details. They're written down on our site now. That's kind of interesting how live service games like Path of Exile 2 and like, say, Overwatch 2 uh, try to transition to the new game. Um, It sounds like these guys are just going to be concurrent. Well, Overwatch 2 just killed their original game. Yeah, you can have both exist at the same time. It just, uh, yeah, that whole Overwatch thing. I, I've I've not been interested in Overwatch. I tried it once with my uh, one of my friends, and it was just like, yeah, this isn't for me. But um, yeah, just to like kill off that game entirely just for the sequel's sake, it's like okay, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But eh, whatever, it's their it's their dime, I guess. I was really looking forward to the single player mode. 
and those dreams got dashed against the rocks. So, um, did they? Yeah, they canceled that outright, didn't they? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. Yeah, I remember that. Now. Okay, I remember you saying that. Because I I like the story and the characters, but they, well, they just the little, killed it. That's what the little animated things are for, right? Yeah, <laughs> I I guess so. <laughs> I, th- oh. That is that that is a that is a poor replacement, I would imagine. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. But um, <sighs> I, I'm glad. Path of Exile is trying to do a si- simultaneous thing. Um, that way they don't alienate their original original player base. Yeah, yeah, it would be a dick move that only seems to be in a uh, Activision Blizzard's uh, wheelhouse. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, just just a tad. Um, moving on, Fate slash Samurai Remnant gets more detail, uh, more media details. Um, this is the latest title in the Fate Multimedia franchise. Uh, is this going to be a Muso? Or am I misreading? It sounds like it has some of those elements to it, certainly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What I was looking at, it, it kind of does seem that way. Where you're conquering strongholds and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, I have no. Any, any sort of knowledge in, in the Fate series. Um, uh, it's so massive at this point. Yeah. Is it any good? Yeah. I don't know. Some of the original stuff was good. I don't know about the games. And there's some new Fate-related movie coming? Uh, there's always Fate-related stuff coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a gigantic I mean, the original... Yeah, Fate Grand yeah, Order yeah, Memorial... Sorry, go ahead. The original idea in Fate is that, like, you know, like, magic is real and that they, that some of these magicians have Wait, wars every hold so on. often where they're... Hold on, Josh. Is yeah. it an isekai? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> Let's all go support it right now. <laughs> it's not an isekai. <laughs> it's not another world. It's Earth. <laughs> But the whole concept is like they're fighting over this, over what they call the Holy Grail that can grant wishes. And they all summon, these characters all summon heroes from uh, both history and legend. So you'll have Hercules fighting against Alexander the Great. And, you know, it's all ridiculous like that over the top. So since we're just talking about anime, I'm going to say all I want is another Little Witch Academia. I don't know why we can't have another one of those. And two, I caught up on Overlord. That went weird. And I have thoughts and complaints about that story, but also it's not done yet, so I'm really looking forward to the end when that finally gets done. And uh, there you go. That's my anime corner for August 5th. The end. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we had a director's letter for Wolong Fallen Dynasty that details its upcoming content. The game will be getting two or more pieces of DLC later this year, plus some free updates. And collaborations nope no one else is gonna okay no <laughs> phoenix no, labs no, announced yeah. that fay farm will have crossplay. sorry steam epic game store and switch players will be able to work together on their homesteads this september yeah no oh this was that yeah. farming game that we've talked about it looks cute yeah they didn't there, there I mean, are a lot it, of cutesy uh farming games these days isn't there yeah uh, Josh, I believe you mean cozy. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's the. That seems just to be the new word for everything is cozy. There's even like a cozy horror game that came out recently. It's like you. you I, I, I don't know if those uh, words are congruent with each other, but okay. <laughs> uh, 
um, you, you were talking about uh, Marvel or not not Marvel X Men Legends, you a PS2 looking game earlier, and it made me immediately think of this. So Gothic Classic is coming to the Switch in September, and and this game looks old. <laughs> Uh, it it puts the classic in classic. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it does it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I the the first one I ever played, or like the only one I've ever played, is um was it Ar- Arcana Arcania? I forget which or what it is, but um like Gothic Four, I think it was on the 360, and then they ported it to the PS4 and Xbox One eventually, and uh, was like, oh, you know what? I kind of enjoyed my time with that. Maybe I'll look at this, and I look at it, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> And to think some poor guy probably spent a thousand dollars on a graphics card to be able to run this back in two thousand one. Hey, listen, oh, boy, those graphics cards—they cost less than that back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Nvidia, why are you so mean to us? I, I I wasn't sure. I always had a really crappy PC, so most PC games were out of my reach for like a no, decade. No, you're probably right actually, is like the very early on stuff was super expensive and then especially with inflation if you compared it to today's dollars, right? But then yeah. they went down to more reasonable prices for a long time. Not anymore. Alright, anyway. No. <laughs> I yeah. was just, and people should go and watch this. The, the, the You can play it on this, Switch. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. No, I love the story and it, where it's It like, looks just we're, we're as good as any other remake. Switch game. I love that they're working on a full remake, but we've got this for Switch. Why? <laughs> uh, oh, is this only on Switch? Oh, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we can't do the real remake on Switch, so we'll just give you the old garbage. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, That's how that I read it. The, isn't that what they did with KOTOR? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Mm. Uh, may- to be reductive. Isn't, may- um, yeah. isn't Gothic, or isn't like Gothic kind of... Um, uh, Eurojank, basically, as far as RPGs go, I believe is. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. So, I mean, just getting back to that, uh, the, the the whole graphics card thing. Like, I don't know a good graphics card and processor would have helped back then, even. It it well, did because you couldn't do even this without them. Yeah, I, I was thinking about the days of the. This is an actual screenshot covers. Uh, oh yeah, PC oh, world. Boy. You look at it now. You're like, <laughs> is this a two-person indie game studio <laughs> yeah yeah oh boy i remember those so um, okay well um i can go ahead and do the next one I'm not okay, yeah okay yeah i was gonna say because i, I put down the, the, <laughs> well, here you the go there, there it I, is Skelly. We're, we're, we're killing the flow of the news here today i know that <laughs> this is an actual pc game screenshot <laughs> yeah it's on next gen next gen yeah. was a good magazine but uh, yeah, when uh, when Unreal was still a shooter and not an engine, it looks so bad now. <laughs> this is a real screenshot. Like, uh huh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad. Well, that's an unfortunate thing to pin your hat on. This is the reason I don't like 3D gaming. Is what this looks like. Oh, 1997. Because it ages like milk. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I mean, Kyle. they can't. They can't all age like um. Like, you know, Final Fantasy Eight and Final Fantasy Nine. What's our next story? Mado Anomalies' okay. Digital Shadows DLC is now available on PC and consoles. So it's between Chapter Six and Seven of the main game, and it has new dungeons and a new playable character. Yeah, and um, boy, uh, 
was it Ryan Costa uh, reviewed that one and gave it a 2.5. So um, maybe that's something to think about as far as uh, maybe it's included with the digital deluxe version. So yeah, maybe, who cares? Yeah. Maybe, maybe go with that. Yeah. Um, did you mention the, the weird pricing on it? No. Uh, it's $8 on consoles and $4 on PC. PC hmm. wins. PC Master Race, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on there? there? Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a decision. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the first descendant adjusting their beta plans, apparently. Um, they were planning to release their closed beta later this month, and instead are going to get an open beta running from September 19th through the 25th. Um, you can set up now to receive a reminder. Uh, this is a game that mixes sci-fi and fantasy and has co-op for up to four players. And I do not remember this game when, or when this trailer came out. Or the original no. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So September 19th for their open beta? Yeah. Oh. Cool. Persona 5 Tactics gets some more Japanese info and media. So they've got a big old screenshot dump of Japanese screenshots and you can see people at dancing in a in a party house. I don't know what's going on in these screenshots. And a couple of trailers. And a trailer narrated by Japanese Morgana. Oh wait, no, that's a different trailer. So there's a trailer the trailer one. Yeah. And then um, there's also the news review that has Japanese Morgana giving you the overview. Cause that's how they do the persona stuff for persona five. It's all narrated by Japanese Morgana. Right. But no subtitles on that one. No, kind of stinks. but, but you can like, kind of like, I think this is the first time they've actually shown some actual gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it has a little bit of like, XCOM-ish, you know, like Mar- or maybe I think we knew like that Mario already. Rabbids. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's showing, like, some of the ideas of, like, actually playing with height and taking uh, enemies and knocking them off of high places, and when you do that, you, all of the other characters will, like, jump in and attack the uh, enemy as they're falling to the level below. Um, and if you want to just watch the trailer, the gameplay is in there, and it is subtitled in English, so... That works, at least. It's interesting. Oh, yes, yeah, seeing how you're getting personas that the Velvet Room ladies like forging personas mm-hmm. now, which is kind of neat. Thank you for so, explaining what was going on there, because I didn't understand that was the Velvet Room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the Velvet Room ladies. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I mean, bear in mind, a lot of this is fresh in my head because of Strikers. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm... I want to check this one out first, but I also want to see reviews because it looks interesting and I'm for a Persona spinoff that does something different. I, and I, I at least saw a Game Pass uh, tag in, in one of these. So I, it I just don't understand why is like the Kate Sith guy from Final Fantasy 7 in this game? Who, Reeve? Oh, yeah, it's, it looks like Reeve, doesn't it? <laughs> is it not? <laughs> I, it does, it's Persona I Reeve. <laughs> I don't know who that top character is. No. <laughs> um, I, I guess it must be the, a, a new, completely new character. Yeah, probably. Um, but what I was going to say is that I like the other SMT Tactics games because you had Des- Devil Survivor, um, which was really fun. And I think Majin Tensei, which has never gotten a release, was more like a Fire Emblem. And I, I say, like, the strategy games, I never played Majin Tensei. Um, 
but this one looks kind of interesting, and I'm curious. I'm curious the more XCOM uh, take on it. Oh, interesting! They've got the P5 Royal character in here too. Yeah, I think mm. those are DLC characters, though. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but Devil Survivor was more like a Final Fantasy Tactics, but then the skirmishes themselves were t- turn-based, like a tr- like a traditional SMT. Whereas, whereas, like you said, this looks more XCOM. So I, I, curious about it. I'm just hoping that it'll be nice, and streamlined, like uh, Strikers was. That's all I'm saying. Somebody who has doesn't really have any familiarity with Persona Five. I watched the trailer and I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, like, I could barely get a sense of the gameplay. So, um, you know, if you're aware of Persona Five, like you guys seem to be able to make sense of it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't know what is going on with this game. At all. I mean, if you it play the like game, a, it, it makes sense. It, <laughs> like, I don't want to play a hundred-hour RPG. Well, <laughs> you're just you're failing RPG. at life. Like yes, that's yes, that's what you're supposed to do is play hundred-hour RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like oh, his I name mean, is Toshiro Kelly. Yeah, he's, he's in the there you go. Yeah, because Strikers had a cop character too that eventually joined you. Ah, all right. I mean, it looks really nice. Should I play Strikers? Um, it's not. Did Did you pick it up on uh, PSN when it was free? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's not a bad game. Okay. Um, just know that it it the first part really drags, and then once the kind of the twist happens, and you realize what's going on, then it then the pace picks up a little bit better. And and I really like that cop character. Okay. Um, because when he when he awakened his persona, his persona was uh, Val John. Oh, which cool! I was kind of a neat touch. That is a good touch. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll have to see if Anna will play this uh, the tactical one on Game Pass too. She might wait for Switch, so I don't know. Um, so, of a different note, we've got a librarian-themed RPG, Book of Hours, releasing in August. Okay, uh, S- Sam will probably play this. There's not many. No, yeah, that's not a overdone genre. <laughs> it's not like the um, adventure farming sim. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on in this game? Because I watched the trailer and I had yeah, no who knows. Clue what I was. It's like it's I, I like it and I still couldn't understand. Yeah, it's Jason <laughs> looking at Persona Five for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a Path of Exile talent tree. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's like, going on. <laughs> oh boy. Ugly. That's exactly it's what like I. You're building thought. out this. Yeah, it looks this base building as well. This could be yeah. good. Yeah. Or I just weird. hope it has a tutorial that explains it. Well, <laughs> why wouldn't it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Created by the team behind Cultist Simulator, and it's twenty-five bucks. And uh, yeah, we'll find out next uh, two weeks. Battle Cakes is releasing uh, later this year. It's spent enough time in the oven, apparently. Players will enter its confectionery-themed world of Pastelaria on Steam this October. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So... It, play it a bunch has of a cupcakes. cake creator with all the important things, Chris, of, you know, like changing the color of your frosting. Ah, important. Um, I don't know if you could spend hours in that, though. You you can also um, give yourself mobility options, too, for your cupcake. Um, nice. You can be in a wheelchair or like one of those motorized wheelchairs. 
Nice. Or Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I played the demo uh, last night, actually. I was like a little curious about it because it's a fair. It's, like, it's a time based thing. It's pretty cute. I don't know how they're going to extend it out. But I mean, <clears throat> the writing's better than a certain other game I talked about earlier. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it seems cute depending on the price and everything. I, it might be something I kind of dig into because I just I kind of like the coloring scheme of it. Just the whole like slightly washed out pastel look to a lot of it. It's like really like just eye catching for me. Uh, did you ever finish Mar- uh, Sparks of Hope, Josh? Yeah, I finished it. I just wasn't super high on it. Are you ready for uh, the DLC? Say, well, because I, I am somewhat interested in this DLC because there, there's new DLC coming out that's going to have Raymond in it, and most, but most importantly, they're bringing back the Phantom of the Opera from the first game. <gasps> the boss. It's the best, best boss, boss in the first, first game. game. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Now, now the key thing is, is there going to be a giant long singing section where he makes fun of Mario again? I hope so. Will he be making fun of Raymond this time? I don't care. Make fun of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I love that this DLC is called Raymond and the Phantom Show. So he probably will be making fun of Raymond. I don't know. I've I've only seen uh, rabid characters so far. There he is. He was just so far, by far, the best part of the first game. So mm-hmm. I'm excited that they're finally bringing him back. I wonder how many youngins are going to be like, who's this guy with no whims? <laughs> <laughs> it was Who'd a case that he was just pulling onto his feet. And <laughs> while he was floating there, it's like, well, you're a disembodied thing. Okay. So this is DLC 3. Um, Raymond in the Phantom Show. It is. I don't know how much it is. It must be part of the pass for sure. Part but, of the season pass. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So check that out if you're into it. Um, whenever that comes out later this end of the month. All right. Um, Afogato is releasing mm, later this month. That's espresso uh, on top of gelato. I, I guess uh, uh, it is, 17th. but I don't know what this game that's named that is. I assume um, it, ha- it looks- includes a coffee shop. I yeah. a, oh, you run like a coffee it. shop! Yay! Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Um, looks very bright and colorful. Uh, and there's cat girls and demon girls. I don't know what's going on. Oh, you go into their minds and do things. Oh, weird. Yeah, that, that's where the RPG oh, aspects come this in. This is an Anna game. Like, yeah, this is an Anna game. Yep, it, it does look very. Anna-ish, I'm putting this. It? I'm passing this off to Anna Marie right now. Anna, this one's for you. There you go. So is the in-head <laughs> in stuff is more tactic slash uh, oh, RTS? It's, such a, it's got such a good music theme in the trailer. Um, yeah, I don't know. It says real-time tactical card battle or whatever that means. That's, I, I, that's just a lot of words together. I don't know what it means. I, you know, it is really just starting to go for like these things are just starting to describe things for like SEO recognition anymore. It's just like, what? I mean, it looks like you're progressing down a path like it's like reverse tower defense where you have to deal with the towers yeah. by playing mm-hmm. cards and stuff and keeping your characters alive. But you move pretty slowly. So it looks like it's very manageable. And then it's a lot of dialogue and relationship building between the fights so um like i said very anna game <laughs> it's like i appreciate that people are trying to do different things with rpgs like between this and the library game but 
boy, it's kind of hard to figure out what you're supposed to do. Good. Let's have some new experiences. <laughs> yeah. I just hope they're not too complicated. Well, that's what reviews are for. <laughs> I, I guess so. Um, so Lost Eidolons is getting a console release. So uh, you said you had trouble running this on your Steam Deck, Josh? Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Uh, that was back when it started out. Well, and I haven't is, gotten back around to it. It is now coming out for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Is this So this is a Fire Emblem-ish game by Fire yeah. Emblem people yes. or no? It is a Fire, Not Fire Emblem. Emblem people. Okay, a, it's a by Square Enix. Fire Emblem. No, Wait, is this Fire one? Who was one's from? Ocean Drive Studio. Okay, I don't know who makes this. Then is it any good? Yeah, Gosh, I liked I it. I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty good take on uh, fi- fi- you know, kind of like a Western stylish Fire Emblem game. And it was kickstarted, so yeah. Western style kickstarted. Not made by Fire Emblem people or Square Enix. I don't know where the Square Enix Fire Emblem got in my head. I feel like they did one recently, but I must be wrong. This is a Korean studio. Okay, so... They, they, well, you're right, Chris. I forget what it's called. The da, Dai? Da, something Dai Chronicles? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, there is one, but who remembers? Too many yeah, Fire Emblems. Yeah. And unfortunately, Fire Emblem Engaged has just made me just not want another Fire Emblem. <laughs> right now (laughs) it's like oh i was so into you and the more i gave to you the less i got now i i don't want any (laughs) more so so you're saying that even the fire emblem is is as bad as the fire emblem we have at home yeah (laughs) it's not that it's bad it's just it's not what it could be i don't know what i feel about that Something's missing, so I guess that means it's bad, even though it's not like it's not like garbage or anything. It's just the story is not there, so that's why I should yeah. try something like this. But this looks so unpolished comparatively um, that bare. maybe it is. Maybe it's fine. Um, it just yeah, it looks bare. Yeah, that's a way of putting it. But maybe that's what you need in a fire emblem. You just need a map and some health bars. Well, this has that. Yeah. Get back to basics. And so did the Dio, Dio Field Chronicles. That's what it was. Dio Field. Dio Field. Dio Field. Yeah. Diofold. Oh, this has magic. So, all right. This looks neat. Um, it's it's very, yeah. You got to be into that Final Fantasy 16 Western fantasy art style. But if you're cool with that, then you could probably get into this. Also, look, it has a phoenix in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This really is just stealing from Final Fantasy 16, isn't it? What if we did that? Well, I think it, it did Fire come out. I think the original came out before, <laughs> technically, but, you know. Well, I'm sure it did, but remember, 16 was announced a bazillion years ago, sure. right? Well, not too long. All right, I'm, I'm getting... It's time to end this so conspiracy ideas, theory. Yeah. <laughs> Serenity Forge revealed that Munana's Virgo versus the Zodiac is finally hitting consoles. Players can join Virgo on her twisted cosmic quest on Switch as well as PlayStation and Xbox consoles in a few weeks. This is um, a very 2D pixel art thing going on. Yeah, that's this all one, I know. It's been a long time. Oh, has it? Coming. Okay. Yeah, it's been like four years since it released on PC. I don't so. know how to describe this game. I'm trying to figure out what to say, but like it's side-scrolling com. No, it's it's side-view combat with... What is this I game? Think, I think the <laughs> Mario and Luigi RPGs, maybe. Oh, all right. It looks, Chris, it looks kind of like Iconfell. All right. 
Did you ever play that? I watched Anna play it and said, I don't want to play this. Okay. You missed out. That was a good game. Uh, I'm, I look at it, and I don't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> That's my problem with Eichenfell. It's just, it's, I don't know. It slides off me. <sighs> All right. And then we've slid free of the news, so let's go over new What's releases. Um, first off, in our new release, we have a bonus segment. Matt Mercer built a bunch of boxes to exploit Baldur's Gate 3 live on stream with a developer. So uh, <laughs> you can go search that out on Twitter. Um, just search for uh, uh, Season D&D. What do you search for to find this? And Andre Sargent, A-N-D-R-E-S-A-R-G-E-A-N-T, or look in our show notes in the new release section. You can find Matt Mercer um, abusing stacking boxes in Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, now let's get on to what's coming out next this week. All right, Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, out this week, finally, August 10th, for PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, Switch and PC. So, speaking of uh, critical role voice actors, apparently some of them are in that game, right? So, Yep. Tower of Fantasy finally hits PlayStation. That's a uh, pay-us-all-your-money a pay to win type game. So if you want to get into that on your PlayStation, that's it. That's for you. We have Atlas fallen for PlayStation and PC and Xbox. That's an action roguelike, excuse me, an action role-playing game. Sorry. And, uh, I don't remember what Atlas fallen is. Is this, is, is this a souls like this must be right? Hunt legendary monsters. So it's either a souls like or a monster hunter. One or the other. So if you're in the mood for that, go look it up. Check that out. It's coming out this week. Rainbow Skies finally coming to Switch. Strategy role-playing game that came out like forever ago on PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. I think even PlayStation 3? Oh, jeez. That's Vita, wasn't it? Oh, is this the Vita one? I thought this was the sequel. Jeez. Okay. But the, the sequel was also on Vita. Did they yeah, both come the out on Vita? Vita too. Oh, my gosh. Vita lived so long. Longer than I than it should? <laughs> The dragon, yeah, Vita means life. Thank you. The the dragoness, command of the flame for PlayStation and Xbox. uh, Switches later. That's the um, that's the one that's like uh, Heroes of Might and Magic. So I'm actually going to check reviews of that one this week. I probably won't play it this week because Baldur's Gate three, but I'm interested to know how it turned out. And then finally, WrestleQuest hits Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. So. Get your wrestling RPG action on. Finally. <laughs> we have a new early access announcement. Pid Games and Akame Games have released, have revealed, excuse me, that On Anko, A-N space A-N-K-O-U, is coming early access in a couple weeks. It's an action roguelike. It's going to fully release probably in six to 12 months. Oh, Severin says there's a 50 Kemco Games celebratory bundle, which I... What? That's a lot of that's a lot of clacks on. I where is this? What? Oh boy. It's on Xbox. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Chemco alert. Chemco alert. There is a massive Chemco weapon of mass destruction coming to a console near you for $200 on Xbox. You too can get the Chemco 50 RPG celebratory bundle. Jesus. I, I was hoping this was like an itch.io like Ukraine bundle or something for five bucks. It is a limited time bundle. Warning. Warning. Avoid your consoles. Or not. If, you're, if you if you embrace the apocalypse, $200 brings you 50 
50 Kemco RPGs. It's a lot of mediocre RPGs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which pay for? Except $2 or $200 a, a $50 I could understand. $200 for Kemco games? Nah. Nah, nah dog. I'm hey, good. Hey. Hey, man, uh, people pay for the physical releases of these from Limited Run. I don't understand why, but they do. I I was one of those, but my excuse is it was for Backtrack. Okay, that makes sense. You needed the physical version? It was the Divine collection. But, like, and from Limited Run, so you didn't know what year you would get it in. Actually, that one, even though Limited Run promoted it, was through a different oh okay perfect system so it came a lot sooner than i expected (laughs) didn't suffer from the limited run curse all right yeah yeah i was year and eight months for my uh valis one uh vinyl (laughs) pre-order with them not Mm. as bad as some of the scott pilgrim ones which were like two years and a little bit extra but yeah they're (sighs) i really hate that they have some good stuff that i'm like i don't want to give you any money anymore but damn it (laughs) All right, I, let's let's go to the home stretch here and c- cover what editorial content we've got coming out this week, Kelly. Okie dokie. Um, we've got using SideQuest to carry on world building and editorial from Alex Fuller. Uh, oh, you see I, the summaries guess, in the spreadsheet here? It's it's so nice. Alex gives us these. In this editorial, we look at how Final Fantasy 16 and Xenoblade Chronicles 3's offerings keep the world building going while the main plot charges on ahead. Oh, so he said what I'd been saying about 16 this whole time? Mm-hmm. Okay. They awesome. are fetch awesome. quests, Kelly. They're still fetch quests, they, even if they have story. They they are, but they're an important part of making you care about the world and seeing why 16's world kind of sucks. Yeah, except the second that second sword that I build didn't have any side quests about it, like it should have. You know, I'll complain to you about that later, so... Too spoilery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what I liked about 16. And he goes on about this. And and Xenoblade had some pretty excellent side quests, too, that uh, did that stuff. So ex- excellent article. Thank you, Alex. Um, we've got a Final Fantasy fourteen Fan Fest uh, wrap-up from uh, Sarah McGar, a.k.a. Noodle. She kind of goes into all of that stuff. Oh, there's going to be a Pusheen crossover. With 14? Nice. Oh, okay. Well, you may have gotten me to play 14 now. (laughs) I was going to say, are you going to get Pusheen as pets? I hope so. Pusheen is a class. (laughs) I'd like to point out in the chat, Kelly, Severin says his editorial ended up concluding that Xenoblade's Chronicles quests are more interesting. Yeah, I I (laughs) drive with that. No, I I completely drive with that because it went into those... uh, those outposts they were much longer (laughs) yeah that you were liberating they weren't just fetch quests either no they weren't all right Um, anyway (laughs) so at uh at fan fest quest you can read about soken playing it an automaton so there you go sorry i'm still distracted by the pushing warrior of light in a box you need to do i have to buy this now oh man looks so cute I just got a. Oh man, this is adorable. Oh boy, so cute. Uh, so you you, uh, you can read all about the fan fest stuff there, including the adorable Pushin. 
stuff. Um, we've got a, a Atelier Riza 3 second opinion article from Michael Baker. So is is it he's pretty much re-reviewing this? Yes. It's been a long road for Ryza and her friends, but all good times must come to their eventual end. This capstone to a trilogy is as good a spot to finish up as anyone could hope for. Well, that's that's a good sign, because two was not good. <laughs> um, gave it a 4.5 out of 5, said that it's in a beautiful and expansive world, provides extension and closure to the previous game's plots, and you can pet the puppies and kitties. Um, negatives, easy to be distracted from the plot, and still no romance for Ryza. Aww. Aww. <laughs> We've got a Palea impression from Alex. This is that uh, c- cozy multiplayer... Uh, yeah, there's that game? word again. Farming game. There's, yeah. there's that word again. Cozy. I mean, he says it in the article. It's uh, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. An impression from the closed beta, so he's able to get a few hours of time. So let's check that out. And then the JRPG July final wrap up, as it is August. Yes, we finished it up. We we survived. We survived another year of JRPG July. Even even with Twitter, you know, or X, X. or whatever the heck you call it is now, like Twitter. kind of going through its issues during the month, we 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 pressed on and made it through JRPG July. Um, so did, There's did a bunch I... of different bunch of different games that people played. Um, you know, Fuga Two, uh, Mary Skelter, some people playing Trails into Reverie. Lots of games to read about. Excellent. All right. So I need to ask you all, what have you eaten? No. Sorry, I was Nothing. just managing. I was just messaging my wife about lunch. Um, What are you going to play this week? I had a snickerdoodle Pop-Tart for breakfast, and I'm very hungry. Uh, what are you going to play, Kelly? Don't do this um, to me. <laughs> I did that just to annoy you. Yeah. What am I going to play? What are y'all um, eating this week? <laughs> more Diablo 4. Alright. I well, After I finish Harvestella, I don't know what I'm going to boot up next. I need to play Trails to Azure because I have to play that before Reverie, apparently. Um, I've also got a b- bunch of shorter indie stuff that I might sandwich in between, so I don't know. I guess you'll have to oh, play. Oh, building like, a sandwich. Like, well, I like kind of putting shorter games in between longer can i interest you in 50 slices of chemco rpg (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right all right that was good might make you ill have you been been playing chemco rpg all night i think i'm blind (laughs) i was just chasing with a mushroom homer sandwich (laughs) oh Uh, man no i'm not doing that i have better things to spend two hundred dollars on like I don't know the the Sidophilus action figure that's on pre-order from Amazon. Oh man, it should have a drawstring where he just says things to you. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't, but it should. <laughs> it should. Um, but no, I'll I'll figure out what switch game I'm going to play next. But mostly, I, I want to get more uh, more of a dent into the Diablo Four campaign. So that's me. All right, and then we have uh, Jason. Probably gonna well, definitely gonna work on Ulterium Shift a little bit more, hoping that uh, that works out a little bit better than my previous experience. Oh, I'm not holding my breath. Um, might 
work on X-Men Legends a little bit more. But, um, yeah, I, this, might, this might be the week I need to get into Fuga finally, because, God, it just... Like I said, between the two of you, Josh and Kelly, talking about it, it just seems like this is something I gotta, I gotta at least give a shot to. One of us, one of us. <laughs> you do need to p- play the first one first, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, no, okay. I'll, I'll start there. Yeah, they're both on Game Pass right now, so. Okay, good. Yeah. I actually got them downloaded on my Xbox, so my uh, boy. Okay, I got, I, I've got something I'm reviewing that I'm under embargo on, so I can't talk about it yet. But I, it's not a huge game, so it's just like, oh, this will be pretty. I should be able to finish that up this week easily enough and then move on to Fuga, maybe. Okay. Well, PM me if you need any advice. Absolutely. I, I know I've got the expert on hand here, so. <laughs> I played a lot of that game. Oh, my God. Somebody cosplayed as grapes. They did at the fan Low fest. Poly okay. Low poly grapes. Yep. <laughs> Low poly grapes. That's awesome. Um. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the other thing that happened with grapes there, but we'll get there. I'm going to be hitting up Chicago for a work thing this week, so hopefully I'll get some Lou Malnati's pizza while I'm there, but we'll see how that goes. And also plan to play things on my Steam Deck, so Diablo 4 and or Baldur's Gate 3. So, Chris, I had a moment of dumbass the other day because I was like, oh, I should put Diablo 4 on my Steam Deck, forgetting mm-hmm. that I bought the PlayStation version. <laughs> <laughs> why is that what do you mean oh don't, don't, oh yeah yeah no you don't have it on pc yet kelly yeah i forgot that that was just that that game is cross play not cross buy yeah mm-hmm. we don't do cross buy no more cross buy was only with kelly a, don't you want to buy the, the the stupidly expensive playstation thing that you can then play your playstation games portably but only in your house yeah uh, no not well no? One, i already have it device that could do that first of all yeah well and i think you can install the program to do that on your steam deck no i don't know that i don't know i know that you could do it on your phone yeah but yeah no okay i love sony's technology like some of the stuff they do but it's just like sometimes you're just like what that thing isn't even out yet josh is it no no it's later this year and is you can do it from your home or when you're out of the home right just it'll be crappy you have to have a very strong it's internet connection apparently. yep <laughs> yeah because i tried to do that with my psp and ps3 and it didn't work it's probably better than those but not much <laughs> yeah i, I, I don't mean, know and and I, I mean i don't know when i was addicted to 16 i would have loved to have had something that could have streamed it upstairs but given that my house's internet is kind of sucky um it probably wouldn't have worked well all right josh what are you playing this week more trails more trails more trails of all right so i guess i'm the only one doing Baldur's gate so i better press on with that um depending on I'm how much by Baldur's gate it looks so good I, i'm um, being somebody in your too. household's gonna be playing Baldur's gate apparently yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's already in know. Baldur's gate he says <laughs> I uh, didn't know that I had that job, apparently, but... He told you at the okay. beginning of the show you did. And uh, I, I told it to you. I passed it along. We're a little busy at the moment. We covered it. Yeah, yeah, we we yeah. mentioned it. Vaughn, I'm, I'm doing a show. I can't be in two places at once stopping you from buying Baldur's Gate. <laughs> no, Kel, you, you failed. I'm, I'm, I'm more sad that... The question only- is, how long will he be in the character creation? I, I don't know. He's probably playing with the boob slider as we speak. <laughs> I didn't look for that. 
I got distracted by the uh, genital option. You know, I'm going to move on and then just wrap up the show. Thanks, everybody. Vaughn says, yeah, by the way. (laughs) So I guess he did find it. All right, everybody. We're going to catch you next week. (laughs) Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.